Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. Brother Blue Pill gonna be pulling up in a few minutes. Y'all already know what the hottest talk in the streets is what? Hold on, guys. I'm gonna bring y'all up in a minute. Okay, just raise your hands and I'll put y'all in the queue. Yeah, I'm gonna put y'all in the queue. Just get in the room set up right now, okay? Hang up the room, guys. Share the room in the hallway. I hope y'all watch this the show. Cause damn, is it is this a disclosure? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it a disclosure? Guys, raise your hands so you can get on the stage. Get on here early. I'm ready. I have it. Let's go. Let's, let me know. Lisa, you hear me, Lisa? What's up, Chris? Yeah, I um, I had a different plan. Oh, so we'll, we'll work. Should I should I leave it? Yeah. yeah, just work. We'll we'll play the at the um. I got it right the, now. At the reset. Okay. Okay. Cool. Better. Much better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, you know, it's timing is everything. But welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You already know what time it is. This is the Matrix Unveiled. We're getting ready to um, get into the man who fell to earth. Decode it, okay? We're about to decode it. But y'all got to get on the stage. Let me see who got their hands raised. Let me bring everybody up, okay? Um, we're waiting for Brother Blue Pill to get here. Um, and guys, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to drop a few of you guys and I'll bring you back up because I definitely want to make sure Brother Blue is right next to me because he's kind of like the guest tonight. He's going to be kind of leading the room um, and doing his breakdown. But, you know, until he gets here, I have to, we got to ask ourselves, okay, was this disclosure? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're saying that, you know, oh, they're disclosing 
you know, UFOs, they're disclosing this or disclosing that. I feel as though this was definitely disclosure. Okay. Boy, you guys love for me to start a room and then start messaging me on here. Okay. Don't do it. Okay. But nevertheless, what I'm saying is, what are, what are they saying? This movie was was dropping so many gems. Okay. Your movies, guys, are your modern day mythologies. There are modern day mythologies. They're telling us exactly, basically what is going on. It's, a, it's the disclosure. So if they're going to show you who you are and you don't know who you are after that, right? And you're not, something inside of you is not sparking to wake you up. I don't know what else to tell you. What I will start out with saying is that the central point of this series, which was a remake from a book that was, I think it was written in like 1963 or something like that. It was a book that and originally a movie was made out of it. I think um, David Bowie was in the movie. And then now we have this current modern day version of the man who fell to earth. But at the, I didn't read the book, nor did I watch the older version. I will go back and watch that as well as I'm gonna go back and rewatch this entire series. Because to me, it's kind of like, you know, one of those things that there's so many messages in there, you gotta like go back and watch it. Like there's things that you don't see. Um, the first time you may pick it up or whatever. And the first time I watched it, I just watched it. I didn't like really take notes or anything like that. So I'm going to go back and watch it. But at the center of this whole entire series was free energy. Now that free energy is something that I have spoken about that I didn't personally speak about, but I had a guest in here in the matrix unveiled, um, um, the, uh, shoot. Martinez, that's his last name. I can't remember his first name for right at the moment right now. But that was part two. We did Operation Mind Control Part One. We did Operation Mind Control Part Two. But Operation Part Control, um, Operation Mind Control Part Two, he wanted to talk about basically what the central core idea of this movie was. And before um that I never really heard of this before, and it was about cold fusion. And in the movie, in the show, it's being called quantum fusion, but the concepts are very similar to what he was breaking down. So this is something that could change the entire way that our world is run. And so we're going to get into it. I'm going to go ahead and open up the floor. And I want to ask, you know, for those of you ha who have seen the movie, have seen the show, I keep calling it a movie, but that has seen the show. Um, you know, what are your initial thoughts? We're still waiting for Brother Blue Pill to get here. So we're just going to chop it up a bit. And then we're going to really, I don't want to get too deep, deep, deep before he gets here. So yeah, let's go. Floor is open, guys. What's up, Princeton? Did you see it? Yo, peace, family. Yeah, I, I caught the whole series. I'm caught up. I watched it all the way to the end, yo. The dope series, Um, it revealed a lot as well. So uh, connected some dots, some things I didn't really like about it, didn't care for, but for the most part, um, I like I like what they gave us. Um, historically, all the way from the basis, the base sixty program system, uh, number system, and how that correlates with time, time travel, what we perceive time to be back then, what we perceive time to be now, um, even space travel as well as different dimensions and how um, how things that are always happening that are like kind of similar, you know what I'm saying, but. Uh, I found it, I wasn't surprised about the water, 
because like even um other sci-fi movies if you if we really look at the things that when aliens like came to earth the things that they came to get it was water but uh battle of los angeles or whatever however that movie was was it uh, got the opportunity to be a part of that uh, production in in louisiana uh, but that was the aliens coming here to take the water as well so yeah it was a dope build though for sure and i just want to also put a disclaimer out there you guys um, y'all already know we come with the real, real and, um, in the matrix unveiled. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want anyone to get into their feelings because the truth has no feelings or agenda. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. And there were many things that were being shown, you know, in this particular show about, um, you know, who people are and what their origins are. And I mean, that was the name of the, the actual, um, company that was in the movie itself there's so much that i can't wait to unpack but i definitely don't want to get ahead of myself let me tap in with um uh, fizz hey fizz how's it going girl i know you're the one that first told me uh, i need to watch this and it took me about a good six weeks <laughs> to finally watch it and then when i did i was like oh my god we actually watched it together in discord the first three episodes and then after that you know we did our decoding and then after that you know, everyone just watched it on their own. And I was going to just, you know, continue doing it in Discord. But I was just like, so many people were kind of buzzing about it. Um, I wanted to do it here publicly for everyone. So what's up, Sean? What what's were your up? thoughts about the series? What's up, Lisa? Um, I thought it was very, very, very dope. Um, the, uh, hello. Like, as soon as I turned it on, I immediately knew. I said, Lisa got to get on this because it's so much in there and I know you're going to dig into it. So I don't want to say too much because I, I might actually do a, a spoiler. You know, I don't want to do that. But the series is absolutely excellent. You can actually binge watch it. You will probably want to binge watch it. If you never have seen it and you tune in, you will probably find yourself just you can't get out of it. Um, as far as decoding it is concerned, I love how you had it in the in the um, Matrix unveiled discord because so many people were picking up like the the downloads were coming from everywhere different people saw different things um yeah it's just really relevant and it's it's very timely so yeah i'm with it i'm excited listen at this point if they haven't seen it this is this is spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert we're definitely going to go in. Welcome to the spoiler. That's right. Welcome yeah. to hey, that's exactly. the title. <laughs> exactly. We're not holding anything back. This is the whole season decoded. Okay. So again, I'm opening up the floor. Who else would like to chime yeah. in, you know, give your initial <laughs> thoughts about, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Lisa. Oh my God. I binge watched it um, during the weekend and I just have so, so many questions, you know. I want to know what is the meaning of the seed that the guy gave to Molly at the end that she was planting, you know, those blue seeds, what does it mean? What's the significance of that? Why did they really show us that part? You know, I just have so many questions. Interesting. Okay. So you jumped straight to see, to episode 10. <laughs> We're just going to skip over all the other. <laughs> We're just going to skip over the other nine. Okay. So. Um, who else, who else on stage? Um, let me, let me, uh, message blue pill right quick. Cause I don't want to get started without him. Cause I already know he's going to break this down even better than I can, you know? Um, but who else wants to chime in guys? What are your initial thoughts, questions or whatever, um, about the man who fell to earth? 
I just want to see what y'all seeing. You know, did y'all see what I saw? I enjoyed the series. What? I, oh, I enjoy- damn both of y'all are so <laughs> y'all are so modest. Everybody, yo, you go ahead, go ahead, one of y'all. Oh, I was just gonna say I liked how it um explained because the first man that fell from the sky he chose his skin suit and the particular color that he chose because in the time that he did drop from the sky that particular skin color would have pushed him further into the field that he was working in so I just like how they explained it um why certain people got the color skin they got when they came to earth that's it you think that they chose their skin color yeah um I forgot the main character the black guy he said that Faraday. he was chosen Faraday. because yeah mm-hmm. Faraday so he was chosen to be black in order for the girl to actually trust him yeah yes I remember that part yeah um yeah but he was also already black did y'all see his family before he left the um when they did the flashbacks yeah his whole family was uh black. yeah they were all black yeah in so, I mean yeah his whole Anthea. Yeah, his whole his whole family. But he did say he chose that particular skin suit so that she could trust him. But I think that there was a layered message in there, right? Like you know the the guy, the what was the uh the white guy's name? Oh, Newton. 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 He could he could have went to her. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a double message in there because their features and what they look like they look like uh the avatar people you know what i'm saying so what i will tell you okay let me just go ahead and get started let's just start from the first episode so the very first episode the thing that i noticed was that okay he came to this man you know came down to earth now he's a spaceman that's what they call him in the movie he's a spaceman right but he's highly advanced you know what i'm saying yes their planet is dying he came here on a mission, but he traveled throughout space and time to get to Earth. And what is the first thing that happens to him when he gets here? Anybody? Anybody? What's the first thing that happens? He's victimized by the police. He thirsty. He was thirsty. <laughs> See, okay, so he's, he's victimized thir- by the police. He, he's victimized by the police. So right out the gate, it's showing you a black man. It doesn't matter how advanced you are. This is your experience here on earth. And this is what it's going to be as far as in this particular space of time. Brother Blue is here. Finally. Hey, I didn't want to start breaking this down without you. What's up, Blue? What's up? We so excited. Peace, 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 peace. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Yeah. We- like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I was, I was at a restaurant finishing up, so I didn't want to, you know, had a the microphone or the speaker on. I was like, let me make sure I'm just in the audience, just in case. So I'm here. Uh, I put it on mute. You do what you do. I'm excited. This is this is a paramount, monumental event, and I'm honored. First and foremost, thank you for inviting me to participate, and and you know helping to navigate this Nebuchadnezzar. Peace, love, and light to everybody. I'll put my phone on mute. Absolutely. And shoot, the honor is all mine. 
we got to do this together. And like you said, this is monumental. Like the time that we're living in right now, right? This is, you know, forget government disclosure about aliens and all this stuff that, listen, if y'all don't get this, this, this was a disclosure. It was a disclosure. I mean, the, all of the symbolism was there. It was all there, at least for my mind and how I saw, and I know that there's more levels to this, but that's why I'm, I'm so honored that Blue Pill came and he showed up because he'd been decoding movies way longer than me. You know what I'm saying? So I know that he's going to add another layer. That's how we get together as a community and help to wake each other up. But right out, this is the disclosure, okay? And if, if you have the eyes to see the subtleness that was taking place in the whole entire movie is showing us basically the next paradigm. The next paradigm, and we're gonna get to that. So started and blue, just you know, um, interject at any time. You could just grab the microphone. Um, but I was when you enter the room, what I was basically speaking on was the very first episode, right? And asking the audience what was the first thing that they noticed about his first experience on Earth. Beyond him, you know, drinking water, I think that was um, a message as well that he needed to be drinking so much water all the time. But the thing that you notice is here it is, we have an advanced space person, right? An advanced space being. And it shows you basically what is the climate of this realm that we live in, okay? That the first thing is that it doesn't matter how advanced you are, you know, um, that you actually came here to change the earth. The first thing that they showed you is that, that the police, a redneck, first of all, a redneck pulled a shotgun out on him and then the police rolled up on him and there's a white girl in the back seat laughing at him. You know what I'm saying? She thinks this shit is funny. So it just shows you now he's the smartest person in this entire scene and he actually came here to change the world. And as far as we're all concerned, based upon our level of knowledge, right, on this earth, he's a god. And this is what they're doing to God. And I'm going to pause right there and let y'all go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is fifth. I'm glad you said that. That's a good yeah. segue to this. When you said he is a God, what I really saw was how he had to come here and become human. Because so many things were trivial to us, to him, right? The decisions that we have to make, caring for an elderly parent, you know, having a child. And like to him, his mission was utmost and foremost, nothing else mattered. Emotions and feelings and all of that stuff, he wasn't about that life. But as we think about God coming to earth, we say that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. It was God experiencing humanity through him. He had to, over the course of the series, become human, so to speak. I land. I like how... Uh... I like how he um, activated the neural pathways of that horse and memory. That's when it really hit me that they uh, been coming here because they had memory of the creatures that was here. And when Newton said um, his family wasn't coming back, like no one was coming back. So he was wondering, like, so who's going to be the drones? And Miss Falls, I know that's her last name, um, the woman that helped him. Um, do everything. 
she figured it out like okay so humans are going to be the drones like that's what Yo, they're trying that's, that's exactly what they're trying to do make us the drones but we gotta walk it through you know like i said i didn't take i was about to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we we kind of need to kind of progress the story okay from, and i didn't take i've only watched the whole thing once and I am going to go back and watch it again. And, you know, to, you know, so this is just basically off of what my observations were, just watching it normally the first time around. But, yeah, we, let's start at the first episode. And obviously, we're not going to remember every single episode. But there were some key things that happened in the first episode, right? So the first key thing was they showed you exactly how they were treating this, this basically a god. Because he could do everything better than everybody else here on Earth. Um, except be social. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And have feelings and emotions. But that also was a a very key thing for us to understand. And it, it there was a time that that became a very pivotal thing where it was it showed the evolution of him as a human, but being able to merge humanity with godhood. So that's later. But in that first episode, they threw you off, right? Because then they showed you, first of all, that Newton kept telling him that Justin Falls, first of, all, first of all, his name was Faraday. So if y'all know what a Faraday cage is, it's like a, a cage that, that, that you could build. It's a scientist. It's a scientific cage that it holds out certain different types of frequencies. So he was basically holding his own frequency. Okay. We could get more into that. Now with her, she is a very advanced scientists but we don't know this so again you see the same theme you see her living you know life that's you know she does it she's not making enough money they live in a park and in that first episode we don't really understand what that surrounding means okay her dad is you know having to deal with um you know uh debilitating health issues they don't have enough money you know things of that nature but overall she's happy because they have what's called love okay at this point, we don't know that this woman came the closest to discovering the um, the thing that could transform Earth, something that's never been discovered before. And that's why they needed her. And they were saying that she was essential. So in, to me, my perspective is the message that was being told to us, if you have the eyes to see it, is that we're having all these different gender wars, especially in the Black community. And what they're letting us know is that the black man and the black woman need each other, you know, and every single movie, TV shows, all of this, it's always a separation. They never really show us together. Like I saw, said, y'all check your feelings at the door because this, we're going to get into it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to say the things. This it doesn't mean anything about anyone. I, you know, me loving me doesn't mean I don't love you and you shouldn't love you either. So let's just get that out the way. Um, I'm just going to tell it like I see it. So this woman was essential. So now you have a God that came down by all means, that's a God now, but they're showing you, he had to connect with the goddess energy, the divine feminine energy on the earth so that he can, he, she was vital to his mission. And this is exactly what kept being said. Now let's progress through to when they're driving through, she, you know, comes in, she connects with him, saves him from the police station, this, that, and the third, and they're driving. She, you know, and then this 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 huge storm dust, you know, like a tornado, you know, goes on in the middle of the desert and he walks straight into it. Now, as he goes into, which is now a portal, it's a portal. He goes into there. The thing that I noticed was, okay, they showed, they, they got the old white guy who represents, in my opinion, the patriarchy, 
and the rule on the earth, which is basically what they showed you as soon as the movie started. As soon as the show started, open up. They're already letting you know this is the third dimension. This is earth. This is who runs earth. Okay. So now we're getting thrown off. Like, well, why is this guy, the guy that is another space guy that sends him, you know what I'm saying? That puts him on this mission. But what I picked up was the fact that he was wearing, I looked at his shoes and I said, okay, I don't know how they're going to spend this later, but this man is of this realm. Okay. He is of this realm. And they did pick that up. I did pick that up later that I was correct. And it showed because he had on the black and white shoes. I mean, you're in the middle of the, uh, the, the, uh, woods, the forest, you're in nature and you have on black and white shoes that does not match your outfit. The black and white represents is those, um, basically duality. They always show you this in the checkerboard flowers, um, in all of the movies and stuff like that. And so that's some, basically a Masonic symbol representing those different two pillars. So that shows that he was of this earth. And that's, that's the reason why he could never go back. Okay. Um, and I'm going to pause right there because that's pretty much for the most part, um, my whole synopsis of the introduction to the first episode. So I'm going to open up the floor. Um, anyone can jump in and let me know what you think. What are your thoughts? Hey, Lisa, the, lad, the name Faraday, you can go real deep with the name Faraday too, all the way to other uh, scientists and, and other things like that as well. That was something that raised the flag when I, when I uh, got his name. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to chime in with it? Go ahead, brother. Uh, what? Let me see what I was reading about Faraday being like a, a um, a, a, a certain type of, he was a chemist and a, another type of scientist, but uh, it kind of dealt with um, electromagnetism and different things like that. And then as we, you know, as the series progressed, you kind of see what he was really trying to achieve. So um, nuclear, when, even when we get into the acts of fusion and all of these different things, uh, all they're really trying to do is, is duplicate a process that happens in the human body. You know what I mean? So cold fusion happens in the body. Nuclear fusion happens on a different level. But all of these things, they just they happen within the body naturally. You know what I mean? So and you say it so many times, Lisa, you say that we are the greatest uh, or the most intelligent um, thing here. You know what I mean? So it seems like everything they're trying to do is, is duplicate or replicate something that or a process that we already can do in our human experience naturally. And they're trying to make it happen outside of the body. And even when I've done other research on fusion and magnetism, you know, um, and, and I found it I found it funny, too, that when he mentioned about how he found her name when she was asking that, and he said the Internet. You guys remember on Transformers when uh, they was asking how they found other dudes? Like, I found it on the World Wide Web. You know what I mean? So there was definitely signals that go out deeper. You mean Terminator, right? The Transformers, Transformers. did, too, as well. All Transformers as well. The, the origin reminded me, you know, of when Schwarzenegger manifested on the realm, right? And he had to go and get the clothes and all of that. So that felt like a rehashing of that. Um, I don't know if anybody in the room remembers seeing a movie called The Brother from Another Planet. Oh, yes. Right? It was an epic film in the 80s, right? So brother from another planet, he kind of, he was somewhat identical to this particular story in regards to if an alien comes amongst us that looks like us, but it's quote unquote different, you know, how will we treat someone who comes amongst us that doesn't necessarily fit in? We would even corrupt Christ, right? 
because someone so innocent and pure is coming against something so, you know, uninnocent and quote unquote unpure as humanity to a degree. So it's like even the most purest thing when you come into an environment, are you going to be a product of your environment or is your environment ultimately going to become a product of you? And that was the test with this. It was, it was, it was an externalized test and an internalized test. And it was telling simultaneous stories. And one of the most important ones is that, like you said, the Faraday represents an encasing of electromagnetism, right? And he had to figure out how to unlock that casing all the way up. Uh, spoiler alert, you know what I'm saying? But we got to skip from the beginning to the end, from the alpha to the omega. He came because she had the code. Did, did we lose him? We lose your blue pill. Yeah, I think he tapped out for a second. <laughs> Tell Taylor, there you go. Okay. I was, trying to, I was trying to put his link at the top, y'all. I was stuck doing, uh, I was on another screen. But we're going to wait for, um, you know, Blue to come back in. Um, Blue, are you there? Okay. Well, can, can I ask a quick question? Yeah, of course. The floor is open. Thank you. So I agree with everything that's been said. It's been wonderful and powerful. And the quick question is, he took that name from the female cop. Her name was Kay Faraday. He looked at her, her tag, her name, her name tag, and she was showing him kindness. And when they asked him, what's your name? He looked at her tag. He took that name. Why did the question is, why her? Why the female white, so-called white cop that gave him his name? Oh, she diving straight into it. I, I was that that's really the thing that I was trying to hold off on to because I really didn't want to say it that way. But even when we start getting in the series like the Black Panther and everything, I don't give a fuck what they say in these movies. They're gonna always depict some type of white savior in these movies for for black people or a predominantly black cast. There's gonna always be like even if you see Newton's even when he was in the other fields and shit like that, man, he was the savior. He's the savior for this all. He had the keys to everything. And somehow it was us who had to fight and find a way to, to decode this music through him. Thank so you. We could actually get out. But even like I caught that when he read it, how he was able to even pick up on different um, on different languages and how he was able to apply it so quickly. So it was clear that he was advanced. Right. So in the name uh the name Faraday, I'm going to read one, one uh, two things real quick. So the Faraday cage or and this is coming off of Wikipedia. You guys can double check this and use some of the references to the bottom. But a Faraday cage or a Faraday shield is an enclosure used to block electromagnetic fields. And one of the scientists um, that's also led on the top of it when you start searching the name Faraday, Michael Faraday, an English scientist who contributed to the study of electromagnetism and electrochemistry. You know, and, and um, his main discoveries included principles underlying electromagnetic induction, um, diamagnetism, and electro, electro, electrolysis. I think that's the, the word. But those are all systems, once again, those are all things that happen down there within the body. And that's the, that's the things that happen within us and our connection to the cosmos, the connection to the moon, the connection to the sun, all of those different things. But that name Faraday was put there. It was placed on her. Like, once again, you know, the code was there but there's our savior.
Yeah, well, so you know, when you're talking about Faraday, you know, to me, right, you've got Michael Faraday, right, the, the scientist who sort of uh, applied electricity to modern day things or objects, right? So I, I find that sort of fascinating in, you know, Gnosticism uh, before it got applied to the school of Syria or the school of uh, Alexandria, and that brought us off into Catholicism or, you know, that brought us off into the, the Muslim or Islam. It, it was uh, founded in Gnosticism. And these Gnostics of, uh, I want to go so far back and say Persia, I'll say Kemet and say, hey, these, these Gnostics essentially believe that the principles of dark and white or light and dark, <laughs> light and black, whatever you want to call it, right? These are opposite forces of nature, fundamental to human, uh, intrinsic to human consciousness of, uh, because we think in a dual state uh, attributed to our left and right hemispheres of our mind, right? So Gnosticism... Uh, especially the groups of mystery schools associated with the Illusions, essentially believed in the principles of dark and light uh, amalgamated, so uh, dark and light bonded together, created or formed a substance. So, you know, even thinking about these, these dual aspects created a substance called pleroma. Now, we know it, plethora of things, and there's a multitude, right? However, these, these esoteric mystery schools attributed pleroma to these, uh, you know, these thought processes. So when we think of a thought, you know, with, uh, uh, that includes our left and right hemispheres of our mind, we are creating the trinity. I don't want to get too deep into it, shit. You know, I always take over this shit when I'm, I'm like this, but, you know, I, I love this shit. But yeah, talking, you're talking, but I'm saying in it, you know, these Gnostic schools created these sort of dualistic principles because they operate outside the parameters of good and evil. They believe in just the human progression uh, for use of a be better word, really, because these people, these groups of these shadow operatives oh, <laughs> think uh, with, a, with a different dimension of thought. They don't think like us, essentially. They operate outside the parameters of good and evil, like aforementioned. So, you know, because they think like that, they can't even think like us. So whatever attributes of, you know, the secular world or spiritual you want to associate with your internal internalized belief systems, whether that's a logo or symbol or, or you know, religion doesn't really matter in it because you're still residing with that dual, uh, dualistic René Descartes bullshit ideologies. Right. So I'm sorry, I, I go off on one. I apologize. But I don't no. really apologize because I'm talking the truth. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so back to what Princeton was saying um, and the question that someone was asking about, like, um, why that he adapted her, her his name from her. Well, you have to understand, it's like when you're reading um, occult books, right? They install, like, in there are certain things that's called a blind. So it's the same concept. When you're watching a movie, you're watching a show, it's like, um, they're not going to just give you everything. You understand? You have to be able to utilize your your own mind, your own thought process, your own knowledge base, um, understanding symbolism, how symbolism works. You should never pick up a book and, you know, read it from cover to cover and be like, okay, this is what it is. You still have to be able to have the spirit of discernment to pluck out the truth and put it together. This is the reason why when you do a research paper, you can't use one source, right? You have to do cross-referencing. So it's the same thing when you're watching movies. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I accidentally touched. Let me move my damn computer out of the way. So, you know, basically, you know, it's still up to you and applying your own 
thought process, having enough, uh, having a good enough of a solid knowledge base to be able to see what is not being said, right? And being able to see where they always have to put their agenda out there. So they're showing you that these people who we are as black people, you y'all weren't about the aliens and we weren't about the reptilians and you know, all these different things that Dogons told you who we were. So many of our ancients did, right? We have clues. And so it's up for us, everyone, we got to do our own, own work. But the people that rule the planet, so this is what I say, it's called disclosure. So if you continue down a certain path, when it was shown to you, then this is now your cosmic agreement that you agree to stay stuck because then you're saying, okay, well, the I'm victimized. I'm a victim. I'm not a god. I'm not the creator of this shit. I, I'm not the one that knows how to do base 60 and calculate music and create frequencies and create free energy for the planet. That's not who I am. Because the only thing that you saw was the fact that he took a name from a white woman on her in the police station versus what the name actually means. Y'all understand? Are y'all tracking with me? Facts. I do. Here yeah, we do. Okay, cool. What it meant and how he got it and who gave it to him and how fast he picked it up and why was that person in front of him went at that time? Like there was a bunch of shit that was going through my mind at that, at <laughs> I that moment. I understand why it was her though. Oh, I don't understand. Explain it to me. I don't get it. You... I've seen the I've seen I've seen the show. I've seen the episode where he done that. Right, you're focusing on the fact that she is melanin recessive, right? So if you're gonna focus on that, then you need to understand why we consciously created the melanin recessive to begin with. They are of us, and we need them to provide balance, the yin and the yang. If it was just us here, we would consume ourselves. They operate in a sense that offers balance to how we are, if that makes any sense to you. If you can see that, they offer balance. And that's just the most simplistic way I can put it. The yin to the yang. Correct. Let me ask we, you, Lisa, why- We need their information they... so that we can transmute it into frequency. They pick it up from the world in a different way. They can digitize and pick up the artificial intelligence, we can then convert that shit into quantum energy. You understand? Yeah, I mean, and they know that. That's why they keep us, well, have tried to to tap into us in that way. I was curious for Lisa, like, why is it that they have to put their agenda out there? Because I've heard that before. But, like, what what is that about? It's about, what do you mean their agenda? Okay, so there's a certain thing that's called free will. You understand? So it's y'all where see, they give us man-made laws, but they're also cosmic laws. And you know, the people that run the earth, they understand those things. So they and it's not about good or evil. That's why they can do what we ever consider to be evil all day long and still flourish and thrive and still remain in power. But what they are in alignment with is, you know, cosmic laws that don't care about a particular thing okay now that's starting to dry up as well because there is a shift in it so that was an age that governed certain things right when you're in the the third dimension this world of duality then it's always going to be you know what i'm saying those those scales it's going to be the left the right and the middle you know what i mean so they do have to reveal to you because at a certain period of time throughout our human history and we've done this thing over and over again 
you know, we're just in the, we're living in a period that we're coming out of a long period of sleep. And these were the custodians of our information. You understand? So it's in a sense that they have to put it out there, but they're not going to put it, they're not going to be hand over the keys to the castle, right? They're not going to spread the wealth. That's never going to happen. You know, they don't even do that amongst their own people because really it's not even about race at that level. It's about power, right? It's about maintaining the status quo. So, you know, um, they're going to put out certain information. And if, if it glazes over you, please, guys, please put your, um, make sure you stay muted. Uh, but it, it's, if it glazes over you and you're, you're unable to see it because, you know, your, your level of consciousness isn't there yet, then, you, you know what I'm saying, it's almost like a subconscious agreement to that is the narrative. If the narrative says that this is all your worth, this is your value, this is who you are, you're a nuisance to the planet, subconsciously you believe that. But then when there's other things that showing you that you're not, because that other program is so much heavier, you know what I mean? You know, like the information was provided to you, but you you, were, you weren't able to see it. So you your soul is in an agreement with the narrative that is against your highest self. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Thank you for breaking Peace, y'all. Hey, let's check in with Brother Blue. Do, see if he's back. Do you know where I, um, where I got cut off at? You got cut off like, um, I don't remember. Anyone else remember? Oh, just froze. Yeah, I had to turn yeah. it off and everything. Oh, okay. Well, just pick up wherever you'd like. We're still, we're still you know, talking about that first episode. Right. Yeah, he, you what, left what, off. What, Blue, you left what we off want to hit on, right? We don't want to get... We want we don't want to get so far flung and outside into the universe that we are going over people's heads, right? And that's what this this episode was about as well. The simplicity, simplification, you know, starting from the basics, right? So what's the basic element of life? What's the basic element of life? Water. water. And water. <laughs> what, what are you primarily composed of? Water. Water. Is water, water from this planet? Maybe. No. So, are you an extraterrestrial? Yep. Yes. All right. So, once we got that situated, right? Do you know anything about water? It holds memory. Other than what's been told. To yeah, you? I do. Have you made in, in in personal self discoveries about water in this lifetime? Anybody online? Of course. Do you know how many phases of water there is? <laughs> so many. Let's go. I'm asking you four. No. No. Next. It's infinite. No. Next. What was the question? Oh, you mean the four types of water, like air, no. solids, and I gas? Said, how, I, I didn't say enough. I said, how many phases of water are there? One. Four? Four. We're told three. Right. It's more than that. So, with the, the, the assignment, right, Earth that you talk about, the mission, the mission and the assignment that we came here with Earth was to have a spiritual journey for man to know thyself. Right? But the thing that we're primarily composed of most of, we know the least amount about. And we live on a water planet in the water world. 
but we still think the water's blue. Hence the fact that we still think that we live on a blue planet. Hence the fact that we still think the sky is blue. Hence the fact that every single day we wake up and we participate in a self-indulgent Mayan, Mayan matrix. But we deep. But we deep. So come on, come on. Right? So it would take an entity to come from another fucking realm to come into this dimension and show you how deep you're not. By specifically targeting the whole aspect of water and how deep that water well runs. Hence the fact that he had water lungs. And he could take water for as much as they could give it, he could take it. They tried to waterboard him as a form of torture and he ate it like a Scooby snack. See, but, radiation, but radiation to a, to a, uh, the Faraday cage, that is what broke him down. Mm. And that is what's breaking you down. Facts. Yes. And him representing the Faraday was hitting on the aspect of electromagnetism, masculine and feminine working in perfect balance. It took somebody to fall from the fucking sky to tell a melanated woman who she is and put her in a rightful position, right? That she had the key all along. From the very beginning, she had the key because she had the code. That's why he came for her. And in the end, she had the key. Did she not? That's a fact. Did she not? That's a fact. Did she not? That's a fact. Right? But it takes somebody from out of fucking space to put her back in her rightful place. So as, as we are under these cosmic skies where Sirius is aligned and Big Mama Energy is on this plane and this planet and it is exacting justice, yeah, we're here talking about entertainment, but there's real life shit going on right now, right? And we all fell to Earth with a mission. And what they was telling you is that you're caught up in your emotions, cancer, because we're in cancer season, and also melanated people are cancerian in nature. So we are a water people. We are a water people who don't know shit about water. We don't drink it. We don't know nothing about it. And right? don't know how to swim. <laughs> and we don't know how to swim. And if we identify with the thing that we are primarily of, rather than the spacesuit that you come here with, then you would get a lot more accomplished, right? The mission, the galactic mission, the watery universe that we exist in, because the air is water, the ionosphere is water, out of space is water, right? You oh, are goodness. not terrestrial. You are fucking extraterrestrial caught up in the narcissism of thinking it's a goddamn being. And you're caught up in the vanity of this shit and you're missing out on your assignment and your mission. And time is ticking and this shit is not promised. We're missing a, a fucking portal right now. Because people wanted to talk about it, be concerned with CERN. But I'm telling you that they're explaining to you that you are a particle accelerator. And there's a black hole explosion that takes place in your mitochondrial DNA every goddamn quattro second. And that's because of mama. That's because of mama. She made a contract with creator that you don't know nothing about, black man. Just chill for a minute. Hear her out. 
he chose her with the most motherfucking job, the most important job on this planet, and that's to bring through God. That's her job. That's her assignment. She has a covenant with him based on whatever the agreement they came up with. Nigga, you can't do that. So she takes a different level of precedent on the planet because she brings forth life. And it's going to take fucking aliens invade here to show you the value of her for niggas to wise up and start choosing and be like, oh, no, that's Bay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They like, nah, nigga. She shows up. Yeah. We out of here. Come on now. Come on. Anunnaki. Holak. Socketry. That's what it's going to take. These niggas gonna have a long face. You're gonna be left with Becky with the surfboard, nigga. You you can't surf through a swamp though. Listen, Blue chose violence today. I just okay. came from New Orleans. I'm Blue Orleans. <laughs> and the spirits is on me. You feel me? spirit is on me so you know this is a wonderful opportunity to have a real conversation about the, the extraterrestrials that exist in all of us i'll show it to you bring it i'll even go even derp and further so we could break the whole motherfucking spell that we have on ourselves the vanity attached to humanity i say it again the vanity attached to humanity you are light fucking beings right there's three things about you to make you distinct from any and everything and it just not just because you got melanin, nigga. That's a plus. That's something additional. That means that you you even got you should have more information about black holes and be less concerned with fucking serves. You composed of water primarily. You composed of cosmic dust primarily. You composed of an electrical spark, electromagnetic magnetic frequency more more so electricity that has animation and gives you life you're navigated and controlled by a mind that is not corporal you can't put a finger in it you don't know where it exists you can't trace it right so i just told you three or four things about you that's not fucking terrestrial let go of this shit this ain't who you are this is the fucking matrix for a reason this is the te- this is the test, my nigga. And then you get caught up in racism because you come into the spacesuit, and it should already got drama attached to it. it. Already got a history attached to it. it. Already got weight attached to it. You gotta leave up out of this shit without this shit. That's the only way that your heart is going to be lighted in the feather. Once you figure out, I was none of this shit to begin with. I was skipping through this bitch, having an experience, collecting coins. My. Facts. Yeah, so if I want to get on the road and go to Chuckalisa, that's my motherfucking business. I came here to have an experience. Talk shit. Not for nobody else to judge it. Talk shit. You here to scoop shit up to get back on that ship and go back like he did and bring reinforcements. But you got to civilize this domain before you bring your, your people back into a fucking jungle. So what is your contribution here? for your ears that you left behind and for the ones that you're going in the great divine to bring back next time. Did you prepare a space for them? Did you make a contribution on this plane of existence to say, yo, I drove the devil further, further, and further back into the motherfucking hole 
to make sure that the garden is what it needs to be next time that we get here. Because I'm gonna have my babies with me when I get back. That's what men do. That's what men do. You niggas talking about you, God. But you don't even motherfucking know who she is. She's an alien to you. And you sleep next to her. This shit is going on for too long, man. Come on now. And we had a period of time that it, you have the opportunity to reel it back. Because I'm telling you, those motherfucking glyphs, those pillars in Elberton, those four pillars with the one in the middle, there was the American Stonehenge. That shit was strategically set up on them ley lines, and that was holding down a particular vortex frequency. That is no longer the truth after 42 years. Hold on, I'll give you the exact schematics on what we're looking at here. Because it's a different energy. It's a different access right now. Access point. It should be. Go check on it, baby. Please. All right. You, you, you're going to get this work. You're going to see what's extraterrestrial about you right now. Let's go. It's going to use that movie as a backdrop to give you the confidence, to give you the backboard of what a motherfucking looks like. You know what I'm saying? And hit the money shot on 777. On a Jupiter day, this is jackpot. So the monuments have been sitting up there for 446 days, right? Which amounts to 42 years, three months, and 14 days. There goes your 3.14. There goes pi. 42, any goddamn body dealing with numerology, esoteric, whatever you call it, especially gematria. You know what 42 stands for, y'all. You better goddamn know it. You know what 42 stands for, but take the days, add up six, because it's 15,446 days. So one and five is six, you know, six, four, four, six. And somebody keep asking me, yo, what you think about the Mandela effect? I'm like, nigga, if you can't tell me what Mandela's prison number is, don't ask me about motherfucking Mandela. Does anybody know what Mandela's prison number is? I, I don't. I didn't even think to look for it. Yeah, I mean, Google's your friend. We 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 could pull that. Somebody thing just up. put it in the chat. Yeah, let's get a. We could get an amen. Six four four six. Four six 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 four. God, thank you. Shit, Jesus. Yeah, like this is this blue, is like blue pill in his bag. This this, this <laughs> the stuff. This is the stuff. I had to get out a remedial course when I was going the master course with the master teachers like this is shit that you got you know sometimes on the first you know in your first course like gotta know this stuff right to be talking about it's the mandela effect how because they put 666 in between a 44 grid he represented a cosmic cube he did 27 years you got to know what 27 represents this is the basics these are the mathematics that you have to know if you're talking metaphysics because it's the foundational shit. And I'm like, there's people that's talking about the shit that don't know this. That's why we're here, Blue. 666 is the cosmic cube. It represents carbon. Carbon is a hexagonal cube, right? Think about the, the North Pole of Saturn. It's hexagonal, right? It spins in a particular counterclockwise ro rotation. Right, and it's responsible for 
constriction. It's the timekeeper. It also in ancient times was not a uh, masculine. It was, it was represented by or set. It's feminine because who keeps time but women? So that was a bastardation of her role in the cosmos as well when they switched the role of Jupiter and Saturn or, or saw a set and they made it a war story instead of a love story. That's Romanistic. That's what the Greeks and the Romans did. But your ancient story, or set with Saturn, the timekeeper, she keeps time through her cycles, right? Who keeps time but man or woman? Man got to count on his fingers. She has a natural cycle. Will he, will his cycle, he look in the mirror and see that he got grades? Come on, son. Man has always struggled with his relationship with time. But his relationship with time is all based on his mitochondrial relationship with his mother because it's all based on his telomeres. Right? They say that the man's days on his earth will be numbered long if in favor of his mother and his father, if he honor them. So that's also speaking about your genes, your chromosomes, your genetics. Yo, my mother's my people's tropical. I went to New Orleans and ate some fish this weekend. God damn it. Telling on you, fucking vegan nigga. I've look, look, I put myself on the cross. I had some fish. Yes, I did, because I want to tap into the ancestral memory of, <laughs> you know, the regions that my peoples come from, so I can activate that DNA. That's me being responsible to my ancestors, not following somebody else's food list or their guidelines. But it's like, you you got to know thyself. You have to know yourself. You are a, a unique individual. You're a unique being. You are a snowflake. You know, all of those are different. Not in the political sense of what the, the term means. I'm not saying you are softy. I'm saying that you, you're a beautiful design. You are sacred ge geometry. You know what I'm saying? You are a grand design. Creator had a grand plan for you, and he executed it perfectly. Hand, hold up your hands. How many you got? Hopefully it's 10. Count your toes. You got 10 down there? Cool. Well, Dio's God meant 20. When you decipher it, that's what God means, 20. Two sets of 10 digits. You better wake so, it up, Lou. You better wake it up. You, 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 you already perfect. You already fell to earth as a fallen angel, resurrected. And our ascension, our job is to, what, to scale Jacob's ladder to get back. To our Godhead. I said that on the EYL episode with 19 Keys. This almost had half a million views. And that's not to be gloating about views. I'm saying that those views are transformational. People are really resonating with that information and, and learning from what amounts to be a masterclass. To say that we all have the ability and access without any intercessors, without the church, without the priest, without the pastors, without the reverend. You have a direct relationship with the most high. You know what I'm saying? You have a direct relationship. Yes, yes. You know, you got access. You got direct access. You don't got to go through nothing or no one. It's in you. It's within you. It's in you and it's on you. So Say that. These, these, this is the time to, to catch these sun rays. This is the time to be, you know, under the sun, which is receiving the, the is being bathed and raised by its mother, its mother's son, Sirius, behind the sun with the alignment. It's bathing this place. It's called the dog days of summer, July 3rd to August 8th. Let's get it.
right? Look at the signs around us. Look at the signs abound. The great divine is speaking through signs right now. Resonate with victory. Resonate with the fact that you're going to see things that you've never seen. It's that time. We in them days. So, yes, we, we would have a movie or a TV show that gives us the backdrop, that gives us the confidence, that connects us to two other shows. Look at these shows in threes. Go and look at, God damn it, um, Watchmen, and then look at Lovecraft, and then go look at the man who fell to earth. And if you not view yes. the purpose and tapping into your magic and knowing what these folks are doing to absolve themselves of karmic debt to say, look, I told these niggas who they was. Told Please, us. mama. Yeah, don't whip me and drag me out. You know, I, I obligated. I fulfill my obligation. My contract should be renewed. This is what they're doing. They're, they're at the altar attempting to get contract renewals, not for the season, for their season. Mm. They're like, I told these niggas in HD. I put the heavy hitters in front of them. And then I gave them niggas Loki. <laughs> right? And the only thing they want to talk about is what the fuck they want to talk about. So they be like, man, I think you should wash these niggas up and put us in their place because look how obedient we are. That's the job the Luciferians play in every ritual. What you think? They like, look at us. We was on a Zoom call an hour before it started. Them niggas is late. That's what they doing. I've been in the rituals. Don't at me. I'm telling you some real shit. And you still gonna miss what I'm throwing you. Look. Say more. Say more. Nah, I said enough, man. I said a fuck enough. Nah, you cooking. And I, I'm going on mute. Let that, let that, let that digest. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's the real heat right there. Thank you so much. I'm so glad, you know, and when, when the stars align and when you just have a thought in your mind and you have an intention to do something, you know, I didn't know that Brother Blue Pill would be in the room with Ross Ben, but he came. But I already had a thought in my mind that I, I was going to do this room because I knew this, this show was very important. And I also knew that I could break it down in a certain way. But there's people that has levels above me that could break it down. And you know what I'm saying? That could even be more even advanced than that. And Brother Blue Pill agreed. So he said, yes, Abby, let's, let's go. So that's what we're doing today, guys. Make sure you follow the um, club. Guys, make sure you follow all the moders, uh, moderators on the stage. I got Brother Blue Pill's link pinned to the top. Make sure you click that link. Explore all the things that he has going on. Because you know he's taking his time out to be in here with us today. And that's always appreciated. So just make sure we show him some love. Um, you know, just don't come. You know what I'm saying? Let's just, you know, reciprocal because this is what this is. But this particular show, there's, I mean, they showing us everything. Brother Blue, I would like to ask you, okay, let's progress through the, the series. Okay, so you covered a lot, you know, basically about the all of the tenets of this whole thing. Now, when it comes to them saying that okay so origins from my perspective i feel like that's one of the clues that they're telling us right that he ended up with ownership over that company which he gave to the black woman okay and of course the other guy but nevertheless but it was 
that base 60 language that he could write in and he understood that was of ancient. Can you speak on that a bit, please? Well, 60 is a mystical number with the Dogon. No, so, no. Yeah, they have a 60-year Sizi festival. Um, again, we, we're talking about everything being hexagonal. There's a real fly name for the shit. Shout out to my cousin A. Rashid. He, he be saying the name. I don't remember it right now, but in so many words, it's just dealing with the, the principalities of the number six in the cube. Hence the fact that he represented the high, right? Hence the fact that he was the um, the drone, right? And he was he was what running plays for the adepts who would be the intellectuals in the community. These is a talented tenth. The rest of the people is is the you know they the blue labor, you know. So you got uh uh, uh um Du Bois in them, and then you got you know what I'm saying the blue collar blue labor. You know what I'm saying? Nuts and bolts family, they, they, they really roll their sleeves up and get the work done. The workers, you know? And both of these, and again, as much as anything else, this is really a reclamation about our story as melanated people here in this country. You know what I'm saying? And, and what it means. And, you know, not what it means to the rest of the world, man. What the fuck does it mean to you at this point? Because everyone else has their idea and their interpretation of what it means. You're the one who has failed to put um, definition to it and 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 have a, a a level of a dissertation where it shows that you can even observe yourself or understand yourself but your mission is to know thyself so what are you doing what are you doing with this precious time you know what i'm saying so um Bro the, ori the, the, the origin you know he had to give it back to the melanated woman right she is the of the mitochondria right she creates everything in existence in the physical realm so of course he had to put it back in her hands and and he had to finesse it from the cia and play chess and subordinate them he sat them down he sat the white woman down right and he gave it to her and her modern day buddy we know who her modern day buddy is no judgment <laughs> I just came from Essence. This is not an open conversation. We're not going to argue. I know who her modern day buddy is. No judgment. Maybe he's placeholding until, you know, the king get his mind right. And get his shit together. But she don't want to be alone. She'll even go that way as a placeholder in the meantime. Right? Nor does she deserve. She don't deserve to be alone. She's too fucking precious. That's why when he was dying, she was dying. Blue. That part. Right? When he learnt humanity, when he was forced to integrate himself, right? Because this, this was also speaking about matter, spirit coming into matter. A human being is what? A sentient being, meaning that your feelings, this shit is a, the thing that makes you human, nigga, is your feelings. Yes. That animals was, that was pivotal in that movie yeah yeah that's why she taught him are, how to love 
but but yeah, she taught him how to love. But he taught her aspect of love as well. Right? Through his sacrifice. Her love lesson came through his sacrifice. Feel me? Facts. Facts. She didn't want to let go. She didn't want to sacrifice a daddy. She didn't want to sacrifice time without away from the family. She didn't want to sacrifice her her willingness to not believe in herself. She didn't want to sacrifice that. She was looking for complacency in her resignment of her assignment. And he made her uncomfortable. Yep. But ultimately woke her up to the God within. And she reciprocated the process by making that nigga human. Wow. But I, yo, we should go to church. Bro, That's listen, this is church. Me. What do you mean? I got... Pope Pablo, yeah, is preaching. I got chills. So this, I got this, chills. this is when Pope Pablo comes out Yo. in Blue blue Orleans. This is Pope Pablo in Blue Orleans. <laughs> blue you Orleans. got charged up. Orleans in this yeah, Blue you Orleans, got, yeah. You got charged up, bro. Like, I'm telling you, as you're... I got chills. This is church. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Truth has yeah. a certain resonance and a certain vibration. That shit is hitting all over my body. I, I brought it back from the spot. <laughs> shit. I did my 10th sermon in front of the St. Louis Cathedral at 8.30 in the morning on 7-3. Okay? Right before the motherfucking Archbishop and them showed up. I got the video on goddamn uh, Instagram. So, and my sermon was, you know, nobody um, is independent of the creator. And I I gave them the business out there. You feel me? So I I know what type of energy is on this planet right now because I know what type of pot that I help stir. You hey, know? Blue, let me let, let me tell you this, right? I'm gonna tell you something. So you know, of course, we're all over the you know every little thing that's going on and put in the metaphysical you know spiritual aspect perspective on these conversations, right? It was not lost on me. You know, I actually mentioned it in the room that I did about all the shit that took place uh, on the 34th parallel down in Elberton yesterday, right? Um, it was not lost on me that y'all were on the 33rd parallel, right? On those, that crystal mound, that right. stone mountain. Hello? Wake it up. Wake it up. All right. Okay. 25 days before. It wasn't not lost on me, brother. Thank I you. Said, what the hell did they do? Because them, them niggas tapped into something. No, no, nobody else wants to see. You know they want to. Oh, the clan and the and the neo and the, I'm like, look, spirit. Let's leave it at that, right? You cannot have a monument to our destruction just sitting there during the cosmic portal opening when Big Mama's coming back to reclaim her children. Right? The time is up. We won't. The, the foolishness has come to an end. You got to draw the line in the sand. What side are you on? Are you for righteousness or are you for the fuck shit? Look, even if you on the dark side, they doing the dark side bad. You need to take that shit back and put your name back on it because they even doing that bad. They doing everything bad. They need a timeout, period. So I opened up because I'm like, yeah, the, 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 the mountain was cute. I sat in front of St. Louis Cathedral, which is the oldest um, Catholic church cathedral in the country. And it, St. Louis Cathedral, is why Louisiana's name, Louisiana, is based on St. Louis. 
And it's also why up the Mississippi, why St. Louis, Missouri's named St. Louis. And it's also why everything is what it is, is all based on that church. They built the whole city around the church, not the church around the city. It's the oldest thing in the city that they have in terms of a stronghold of power that they put on the vortex that they are utilizing to motherfucking uh, proclaim that they have defeated the kingdom that existed on the empire or on the Mississippi. And how they took this land in this country, they are hanging on by the thinnest, the thinnest of threads. And we have to tell the truth and shame the devil. That's how this shit gonna change. How dare they? We are real quick. Let me just get my Ezekiel in real quick. And then I got it. Ezekiel 7-3. I just want to reverberate and resonate this proclamation that was put forth. And this was on the behalf of the people. Okay. Ezekiel 7-3, the end is now upon you, and I will unleash my anger against you. I will judge you according to your conduct and repay you for all of your detestable practices. And that's how I opened up the sermon down there. Okay? And, and, and there was a lot more smoke that came behind that. And it was needed and it was necessary because I did it in honor of the mamas on the day that Sirius aligned with us and aligned with the sun and aligned with the planet and the, and the portal opened and we shift some shit. You feel me? So, yes, we are calling forth, you know, we're, we're being called forth to see the God in us all. We're being called forth to understand that if you identify yourself Amen. as what you are, initially, first, primarily, the, the, the spark of light that you are, the, the water that you are, right? That water can turn into goddamn boiling water. It can turn into steam, right? When is enough enough? When is enough enough? When you decide enough is enough, it's over. Melanated woman with all of them goddamn, with all that magic in your mitochondria? Did the aliens got to fall to earth to remind you who, what you are? It begins and it ends with you. Can you give us a moment to breathe, please? Because you've given yeah, us so I, I much game. I'm trying to breathe, brother. Woo! <laughs> Blue, like, we all on one accord. Get your knee I, off my neck. Many different, like, confirmations. If y'all not <laughs> grabbing this energy. So I just wanted to speak a bit to, you know, we've been a, a, on an accord for a while now. <clears throat> you know, with the, I think you, um, you and your queen came into the Mount Shasta room, you know, um, and we were able to have a great build on that. You know, um, and, you know, when I decide to do, uh, uh, you know, have conversations, right, and rooms on here, it's usually whatever I'm feeling. It's a channel, you know, and I decided that I was going to do a room on the Salem witch trial. Just, you know, I, I, I want the black women to understand who they are, right? Um, so we went into the whole tatuba, and then we traced that all the way back to New Orleans. You know, we did Marie Laveau. All of that. So this is coming into full culmination. I always notice that whenever I'm thinking about something or I'm talking about something and I sort of check in with what you're doing, it's it's always in alignment. So, you know, just you being here today, that's also divine alignment. And this is how we have to work. And some of us just came here to do that work, right? Um, there's a lot 
the miss we we covered the Mississippian, the Mississippi yeah. River, the Mississippian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, culture. You, the, you, you know, the all, all you of represent my subconscious mind. You're the <laughs> feminine aspect of my mind who does work in realms that I don't even catch up around. I'll be like, yo, I want to. And then you already doing it. So yes, it, it works. It works to coincide. We have, you know, with these opportunities and these apps, we can show the world what divine masculine and divine feminine working together looks like with no ego involved and how much work, you know, can get done in that in that respect. And it's all spiritual because it it, it starts on other realms. We can tell that because we don't even plan it and it lines up perfectly. You know, and even Marie Laveau, she's buried in the St. Louis Cemetery. Like I said, that that's key to everything right there. That's fine. I tried to, I, I, I'm trying to wake that in. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, nice got, we got to tap it. But I'm saying for the people that aren't, you know, for the black women that don't understand that mitochondria DNA, that history, that heritage, and you how know, a lot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they they, yeah. they they get in it though. They're getting it. But, I promise but, you. Right. You know what the beautiful thing is? Um, and, and mention the fact we did a room on the 44 frequency as well. And that was a very key show. Um because the the resonance of 144 has been popping ever since then. When I got on the show and explained to people, we gotta go from 40, the key is to take it from the eight to the nine, from 44 to 144. And while 144 is so integral, is not only its spiritual and biblical implications, but it's, 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 it's the prime number, right? The, the whole aspect of what 12 represents. You know, 12 times 12 is 144. You know, it's 12 hours in a day, it's 12 hours at night. It's 1,440 minutes in a day. So 144 lyrically is time, but also in Gematria, the word time equals 44 just so does space so it's dealing with the fourth dimension we've explained the tesseracts now uh because of media and things going on people hear that word a lot more and and they might be a little bit more interested to see how this stuff is working right but we only got to get 144 that's the beauty of it because that's a multiplying number the way that that fibonacci number do what it do you just got to get 144 at this particular point and it's going to resonate and reverberate and it's going to connect and, and, you know, and, and do what it do. You get 144,000, that's even better. But that's the key to it. You know, mathematically, there's an equation. How do you replicate and duplicate a number that will not stop? 144. So you get 144,000, you got the whole planet. That's the key to that. And that's why I'm I said a, we don't I'm need everybody. Yeah, we don't need everybody. We don't. Um, so let me ask you this, right? Because this is something that uh, the trickery, you know, in the visuals in these movies and shows that they show us, right? I think it's important for us to separate out certain things and make them clearly identified. Um, let's be clear. This is my thoughts, right? I, they try to you know, show us and be a little bit confusing, you know, to the, you know, the natural eye and ear and vision about what an adept is and versus an android. So if you like, in my opinion, this is just how I see it. I'm not saying I'm right. 
But the same way that they have everything flipped in the third dimension that was represented in the movie, because the real android was that white man and the adept was always Faraday. It was always him. And there was even a part where they showed, um, they talked about how those two planets collided, right? And so there was like a, a, a mixture. And then these people became the adepts, but they were never the adepts. That's something that they actually stepped into and they made, you know what I'm saying? Like the people of, the, of Anthea, basically the androids. What are your thoughts about that? That's exactly what took place. Um, his true nature started coming to the surface and he could no longer contain it the whole form. Somebody put their phone on mute. Yeah, guys, mute your phones, please. And then also, um, Blue, like, before you go, like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like the other guy, you see how, quote unquote, love destroyed him versus how love transformed Faraday. So go ahead, Blue. Yes. So, yeah, he he was he was operating and working off of vengeance. Right. Again, this is about sentience. This conversation about the aliens, as I've said on many programs, it's the same conversation about A.I. It's all about sentience. You feel me? When he got high the first time and he came into the knowledge or the gnosis, right, eating the tr um, forbidden fruit. Uh, put him in the position of what Adam went through mythologically however you will, right? Make that particular analogy of the, the rush of, in, of endorphins and things of that nature that comes when you first taste food and you bite in it and, and all of these receptors start going off, right? So he was flushed with all of this. Um, his being was open, his receptivity because of the electromagnetism. He's like, oh shit. I, he had a, 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 he overdosed on it. Like, yo, this is too much. Like, why would somebody want to volunteer for that? Right? And think about think about the, the human who now becomes a drone to stimulus. You are a slave to stimuli. If you have not developed yourself to raise, right, past your animal state. Because it, it could be argued that our people are not even, like, our people are at a substrata place along the pecking order of what's considered humanity they're people that are subhuman now because they're not they're not in obeyance to anything right an animal knows its nature so you can't say that they're animals an animal knows its nature that's that's talking down on animals to say that these people are animals because the animal is obedient to its nature animal don't go outside of his nature and do wild shit Especially not domesticated. I mean, not 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 in the wild. Maybe domesticated. The people are not even obeying their nature. They're devolving into a substrata species, right? And and literally being droned by other people who are suggesting to them what to do, how to live, who to be. Right. We're, we're at a place, and again, no judgment zone. I'm just making an observation of where we are in the political sphere and spectrum of reality. A man can put a wig and lipsticks on and you have to refer to him as a woman. And that's totally irrespective of a womb man should have a womb. Even if you have one removed, did you initially have one? Do you have the seeds of life in you? Like, 
what is the distinguishing factor? You have a whole different chromosomal feature. You are a, 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 a technology onto itself that no scientist has cracked the code of. Hence the fact they admittingly will tell you they don't know anything. They, they will tell you they don't know nothing. Everything's speculative with science. They don't have no absolutes, period. They don't even know what water is. Nor do they know where it comes from. But we are composed primarily of it. So we are a mystery. A continuous mystery. Now, did our ancestors have more answers and explanations and descriptions? Of course they did. And of course you still have access to that information. You know what I'm saying? But of course you're under uh, an extreme level of distractions. You know what I'm saying? And of course there's work to do. But, you know, how, how, how bad do you want it? J.O. Felony said, I could give it to you. What you going to do with it? You, you've been given the keys. People are willingly still in solitary. They like, nah, I like the box. I'm like, damn, nigga, you don't even stretch. I got too comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Bending my back and holding my knees. If I stretch, it might hurt too much. This is my comfort zone. So you got to, that's, that's the, when people will fight you, if you try to wake them up, nigga, visually, that's what they're going through, okay? Shit like yoga. You can't just put somebody into downward dog. That ain't never been there. You got to work with them. They got to taffy up their muscles. They got to learn breathing. A little bit at a time. Same way with raising somebody out of the quote-unquote dead. So, yeah, man, it's, it's... I don't know if I answered the question either. No, it's all good. It's all It's all good. Um, I have a few more questions and then I will open up the floor and let everyone else, you know, chime in. You know, I see we got Brother Survey in here, Akabulan, you know, Sensei, so that Akibulan, sorry. The, the, the master scientist, and he's gonna make <laughs> yeah. I'm just blowing my trumpet. Yeah. He's no, gonna give y'all the science. This is what we're here to do though. You know what I'm saying? This is how it this is what it looks like, Indeed. right? This is what it looks like, how we synthesize, you know, what's, you know, we gotta, we can't just go through life dealing with what is just, you know, put it in, we gotta go further than that. You know what I mean? So we, you know, the, the whole adapt situation, right? We already know that was a flip, you know, thing. He was the, um, the actual adept, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yes. That's, yes. Yes. He was hitting mm -hmm. on the adept. So he was able to, um, balance his emotion, his sentience. He was able to properly adjust to the sentient aspect of being what's considered a quote-unquote human because that's not his nature, right? He had to adapt. He had to assimilate into a nature. Shout out, me and my brother Kibalon wrote a book called Convos with the Cosmos that it's a, it's a, you know, it's being developed as technology, so it's not, it's still in development, right, for the rollout but that book was really based on us telling the world about the uh, solar cycles that are coming and the fact that we're going to be changed at a DNA level. You know, we were saying this in 2020 when everybody was running from the C-19. 
He's like, no, Corona rising. You're, you're being activated on a genetic, on a gene-based level to prepare you for what you're going through right now, right? So the observation that we made was December 21st, 2020, when Jupiter and um, Saturn in the Great Conjunction, right, that process that took place after 8,000 years, that always was recognized as a time when those two planets passed one another and their magnetic fields rubbed against one another. The same process that they're speaking of in this movie is what happened during that time. And these, that is what makes the ability for people to be activated and turned on because the solar winds that come from that interface and interaction now becomes like primazoa or spores that permeate through the universe. And now when you go through a particular cloud, you got access to that consciousness. And that's what's going to mutate us. And that's what's mutating us, should I say, as we speak. I'm being mutated, you know, by the moment. We are, we are, we humans are in an evolutionary process right now. And so, absolutely. And although it's super incremental, like, you know, we're not able to maybe necessarily observe it, you know, you know, to the human eye because it's so small, um, it's happening. Right. And so when they tapped into the same way that CERN quote unquote tapping into the um, God particle, the Higgs boson, they also fit, you know, think they tapped into the human God gene, the VMAT2 gene, right? And so they understand what's taking place and happening, but the people don't know what's taking place. So, you know, a lot of gene editing, a lot of splicing, that's not nothing new to human history. We've, you know, been doing this for uh, millennia, okay? And so this is something that we don't understand. And we're really at this, this crossroad, right? That, you know, the ones that, are, you know, want to maintain a certain, it's over for them. But we, we got work to do. We can't fall asleep on the job. You know what I'm saying? We have to understand this information, you know, and it's not going to take, you know, it, you've been studying this forever. Um, I've been studying things forever. There's a lot of people that has tons of, you know, probably over 100 years worth of knowledge between all of us on this stage, right? Um, but for those of us that have been, you know, with a certain frequency for a long time, I tell people all the time, it's not going to be the same. If you just got started a week ago, you know what I'm saying? You could, you could, you can level up. If you know, if you tap in the right way, it's not going to take you 20 years because everything is different now. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot more accessibility, right? And we need to understand that that is what is going on with us, that, that we are in an evolutionary process. When it came to the whole thing that you were talking about with water, you know, and uh, Faraday, you know what I'm saying? The whole water thing. I had a gentleman here on the on the Matrix Unveiled podcast named James Martinez. And he spoke about um, what he called cold fusion, okay? And he said that, I, he called me up because we had did one show on uh, Operation Mind Control. He was talking about a book and some other stuff. And he called me up one day. He said, hey, I, I need to get this information out. I've been studying this for years. And he says, you know, people have been getting killed about this. And they showed you this in a movie. And I keep saying movie, but the show, the series, okay? And he said that in on this stage, in this room, he broke down. And I didn't end up putting it up on my podcast, but I might just go ahead and do it. This was back in February, March timeframe. <clears throat> and he said that a gallon of water 
could power like uh, a whole house or a city block for like 10 years. And this is exactly what the coal, and he said that the government is hiding this information. It's free energy, basically, right? And the technology is out there. So there, even what's going on in the series is something that's going on in real life. So even that aspect, I mean, we, we've been speaking on the aspect of extraterrestrials, you know, the origins, you know, um, of who we are, things of that nature. But just the technology itself is there, has always been there. And in like how they, like he literally had to strong arm them, you know what I'm saying? And out think out with them so that he could take control, them meaning the CIA, you know, <clears throat> the government and everything like that, because it would change the, the, the whole trajectory of what this world looks like. Like all these things that they're doing now that keeps them in power will be absolutely meaningless. You know what I'm saying? In, in a matter of a week, this whole thing would come crashing and a new civilization would have to emerge from that. And that was the tenets of the movie. So what are your thoughts about that? But this is something cold. They call it cold fusion in real life. And like in our, so, you know, so, they call it quantum fusion in the, in the movie, in the show. So again, you know, this is again, it's a mirror of real life. So about two months ago, a month and a half ago, I had a program on my podcast um, called What's the Science? Me and El Kibalon do a podcast dealing with science, right? High science, breaking down all the stuff that's coming out of the field of science that people are just totally missing. And I brought forward a, a friend of mine who I've known for over 20 years who has been telling me about the technology that you're speaking of. And this brother has been sticking his neck out, attempting to give this to the people. And the people have done them wrong. Every opportunity, every situation that they get, this is what I'm saying. I'm speaking from experience. I know that the people have been given a trillion dollars and they motherfucking uh, pissed on it. Right? I've been in I've been in so many rooms and seen these things happen. So this brother who's on the line right now, right? Been talking about this technology for 15 years. And he's been utilizing this technology, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, to show people how to use water as free energy. Every single thing that the brother in Buffalo was doing that got, they, they got clipped, right? May he rest, may he rise in power. I said, look how quick this community runs to victimhood. Rather than saying, yo, there's somebody that actually, cause okay, they killed them. So what's the plan next? We supposed to say, oh, we got to get that technology. Even if we know if this is what's making them nervous enough, right? That they feel that they got to take a life the only way that you can honor that ancestor is by completing their unfinished work. But you want to run the victim immediately and say, we shouldn't broadcast this. Or this is what happens every time we broadcast this. Or bro shouldn't have did this. Or he was on to something, but it's unfortunate. No, nigga, you pick it up. You run to it, matter of fact. If that's the, if that's the smoking gun, nigga, you run to it. Until all of us are exhausted from taking shots. But you don't run from it. And that's what the people do. Right? So I'm telling you, there's a brother alive right now that has that information, that has the technology, that's willing to work with whoever's willing to work with him. And people keep running from it. And he's on the stage or he's on in the building and we'll get him on the stage. And he'll explain to you how to do this shit. You could do it yourself at this point. So I'm going to tell you what the play is, right? 
the fourth industrial revolution is what we're underneath right now. They call it the Great Reset. But the fourth industrial revolution means that they have to change from fossil fuels, right, to clean energy. And the way that, and, and this is something that has to be done. It's not even a choice at this point. This is based on galactic cosmic contract. They have to make the shift. <clears throat> the people who we are dealing with, that we're calling the Illuminati or, or the, the hell, you know, the, the, the devils or whatever, is the people that got rich during the oil. And all of the byproducts that came from oil is the, the shit that we are dealing with right now that's killing planet Earth and Big Mama. So DuPont and Rockefeller, you don't even need to go no further than that. If you're looking to assign a face, if you want to do a trajectory, if you want to do research, just see what they did, just see what them two just did with petrol and the byproduct of petrol, which becomes petrochemical or pharmaceutical. And then all of the, you know, with the DuPonts, they created all of the flavoring, they created all of the round, the pesticides, and all of the stuff that's destroying the planet comes from them too, fucking with the fossil fuel. So now they have to move off fossil fuel and they got to go to clean energy, which is electric. <clears throat> In order to do that peacefully, meaning that if they was to pop up tomorrow and say that they have the device that Faraday and them got, they would bankrupt billionaires and potentially trillionaires, right? Because um, Rothschilds and them, they got trillions. They don't just got billions. The crown got trillions. They just don't got billions. And this shit don't make it to the um, IRS. So you ain't going to find about this in Forbes. Right? So in order to make that transition peaceful and not cause war, like what they're showing you in Russia, right? He jumped a bit and said, I'm going to throw the whole thing into flux or he's just dancing along with the agenda, right? Because that's a protracted engagement that's going to last several years. Ultimately, it's going to lead up to an epoch in 2027, which is called the crossing of the Phoenix, right? That's a whole nother story. But they put it all in motion. Even the fact that they got that melanated girl from Phoenix locked up in Russia's part of the ceremony. God damn it. Damn. Come mm. on, stop playing with me. Wow. I've been wondering about that. And she's been on my mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah she's the muse bringing in this cosmic reshuffling of the deck. I can't figure out why she, I, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really get emotionally involved in the politics and, you know, the arena out there. But that girl been on my mind. She been on my and mind. And she's a giant. Yeah. She's a giant. She's a pivotal piece of the puzzle <sighs> of this ceremony. Like it's making ritual, me feel right? some type of way, Blue. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of stuff is going on in the Matrix. But it's something yeah. about her that I'm just honed in on. I'm like, this is what's what's going on like what that's what, that's one of ours you know we ain't, yeah. up, we ain't saying nothing niggas is, is changing their profile to the colors of ukraine and shit like that but nobody's putting off a sis like she's part of the culture she was smoking right is that not part of the culture that's not a culture that's not something we do that we take around the world then we should defend it hip-hop should stand up for her you know if niggas could get trump to bust international plays for ASAP Rocky. Why these niggas can't get Biden 
right? They buddy to make no plays, no diplomatic plays for this young lady. She's behind enemy lines. She should be considered a captive. They should be ready to go to war for Britney. How about that? How about that? Period. Yeah. Y'all want me to start stirring the pot? Shit. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's layers and layers and layers upon things that have taken place that we're seeing that inter- interlock and interplay into biblical, scriptural, all sorts of, you know, agendas are being played out at the same time. It's all going down. This is the yeah, arms like we in it. You know, we, we are we in the multi. It. We are we, in the we, multiverse. We got, it's it's all happening we got the four horsemen the seals being broken it's all kinds of stuff you know what i'm saying going on there's a lot going on all at the same time like really it's an exciting time to be alive but you have to come out of drone mode you got to come out of automaton mode you know what i'm saying like and literally all you have have to to do is just make that once they make that shift do that all you got to do is a you know i was in the military half left you know what I'm saying? Just do a but half yeah, left. You, you know, got to do a whole left it, face. It goes and just into step this. into the frequency. You know what I'm saying? That's it. It goes into this. This was they're also telling them, and it's not, it's gonna be easy for some and not easy for others. Because the drone, right? Even though the drone is the worker, they're still speaking about that masculine brain, this intellectual. <laughs> and then you gotta shift into the adept brain that deals with, you know what I'm saying, that feminine brain. Right, that right brain, because in order to get to it to the adept chamber, the adept chamber is through the heart chamber. Right? Again, he had to feel, he had to unlock his feelings and balance those feelings out. Right? Because he had to have love for he was he had to he had a particular love for his his family that he didn't necessarily have to show with feeling, but he adopted his love for this adoptive family and this adopted planet. And he was able to say, you know, as God, I could do it all. I could satisfy both of my loves. Right. I could balance my scales. Right. Because this whole aspect of, of, of the Christ, this whole aspect of the king of kings, in order to be a king, which is in a sign of Leo, you have to be able to be, you know, full valve engaged in your heart. The heart got four valves in it. You know, you have to be fully engaged. You got to be. That cross has to be fully activated and amplified. All corridors have to be engaged. You can't be one third or three fourths. You got to be four four in it. Hence the fact that they show Jesus with a heart in his hand. Because the cancer, the sign that we are in is the mother, right? The queen has to coronate the king and the king builds a castle for his woman, Virgo. Okay? So that's the the signature of a king is he's the most humble servant to the people, not the person that has the most servants. The person that is the servant to the most people is the king of kings. These niggas ain't got it in them. I know them personally. Okay? So y'all fucked. If you're thinking a leadership, a quote-unquote, is going to be the ones to get you up out of this shit, I'm trying to tell you, the fix is in. Better get a life raft because them niggas is not thinking about you. Maybe for your coins, 
but it's not heartfelt. This is not, this is not a, a, a yeah, this ain't a heart on heart relationship, nigga. You're going to get thrown overboard. Um, okay. So yeah. What do you think about, you know, like, okay, so quite a few people, because we watched the first two episodes in my discord, like we did a, like a watch party, you know what I mean? Like a movie night. Um, and so, you know, we've, I've been speaking about it a little bit here and there, but giving people an opportunity to watch it. Um, but when a lot of people were affected by the episode, remember when he was, had all those televisions in that room and he would go in that he was, so he had the divine feminine on both ends, right? He had a divine feminine on earth and he had a divine feminine from his planet, Anthea. So as he was evolving, he was explaining this concept at first feelings were difficult for him right but he he actually was able to still remain his godhood and synthesize what it meant to be a human and meld those two things together but there was a transformation period where I, shit i almost shed a tear you know what i'm saying like it, it felt special right like in that moment where we think that like if it wasn't for a hardship you wouldn't even know that this feeling was beautiful the family you know um the depiction of her dad and the love that they had with her daughter and then their next door neighbor and all of those things like that you know what i'm saying like what did you think about that that part where he actually started to feel and understand love as he was explaining it to his wife while his his other half back on anthea I think that was a very transparent. <clears throat> yeah, of the again, whole what I'm saying yeah. is that he he was taught how to be human by the person who's responsible for teaching humans how to be human, <laughs> which is the woman, right? And have the capacity to still have love for his wife back home, and have love for this woman here in a non-sexual fashion. But for it to be real enough that he would not necessarily sacrifice his family at home, but find a way to incorporate it all, right? He's being God, right? That nigga's putting on for multiple households. He's polyamorous with his love. Facts, That's Right, true. without spilling over into, you know what I'm saying? The toxicity aspect of shit. I just, I thought it was universal love was what was being de depicted. It was universal love, of course. Right. But I mean, that's, that's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, you know, it's a big task. It's a big task to go from someone who's a drone to someone who can incorporate or engage or entertain the idea of loving people who you're not even native to who may have been hostile towards you, you know what I'm saying? And and breaking from your assignment, his assignment was to just go and get the water, do A, B, and C, and do what he had to do, you know? So she she humanized him. She taught him the capacity to love. She's, she's a natural nurturer. This is what she does. She can even humanize an alien, you feel me? Like in four days, it's going to be 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven is when the Moors went to Europe and they civilized the European who were on all fours. It's the same shit. You go through the galaxy civilizing people. 
right? With love, not not at the not at a sword, not at the tip of a sword or the barrel of a gun. That's not how we do it around the galaxy. That's not how we do it. That may be how somebody other than us does it, but that's not how we do it, right? We teach compassion. You know, when I speak about Christianity, the thing that even makes Christianity real is the capacity to exhibit compassion. Only melanated people have exhibited that. So melanated people don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because they owe you. They can't flaunt Christianity around the world and say that, oh, we uh, prescribe to these tenants and we, we're showing what compassion looks like. No, only melanated people have done that for Christianity. So that's what we do. Right? And, and, and we, we have the capacity. As show as I hear the sirens in the back of him as he's speaking, that's just how important it is what he this man is saying. Man, I feel my Tina Marie deja vu is kicking in. Uh, I'm a, I just wanted to pause the mic, but as I was hearing, as I was hearing that 911, it's a sense of emergency, and this information can't fall on empty ears. Everybody, Everybody that's in here is in here for a good reason and a good time. Write this stuff down. And do not become overwhelmed because like the brother said in the beginning, everything you need, you already have. And if you just constantly study yourself and when you get confused, keep studying yourself. And then when you get overwhelmed, keep studying yourself. And then when you think you don't know nothing, keep studying yourself. By default, you're going to wake some stuff up. So Lisa, I can't help but get mad. You know, they, they be in competition about who got the coldest rooms on Clubhouse. Who, 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 who have the greatest content? You've been holding it down since day one, my queen sister. I appreciate you. I'm going on mic, but I had to, I had to say that. As Vera Giles knows, I'm officially done. The cat's out the bag now. I second that emotion. <laughs> uh, thank you, Vera. That was very, very sweet. We just, you know, we're not, you know, the Matrix Unveil, we ain't, we're, we're not, we don't get involved in all that. We just hold our little, our own over here. But um, I, I feel like um, I have, it's time to open up the floor, guys. Listen, just a few ground rules. Um, we are going to do an open stage, but make sure you you remain respectful. You know what I'm saying? Try not to speak over everyone. We got Brother Blue here with us tonight, guys. His link is posted at the top. Make sure you click that link. Okay, um, support him. Support his platforms. Support everything that he's doing. His cash app link is up there as well. You know what I'm saying? Show a little love, you guys. Okay, he's here spending his time with us imparting his knowledge, you know, and I'm very honored that he's here. So um, make sure that we're, you know, also, you know, reciprocating guys, let's do that. So um, I want to open up the floor for questions and comments. I want to also ask you guys to, you know, sort of temper how long you're going to talk and keep your comments to, um, to a minimum and the questions and stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, let's go. The floor is open. Guys. Lisa, can I open this up as he's putting his cash link? For those people that's in the room, if you really want to reap, because this is a good day of reaping, the queen of diamond is in the sun right now. And even if you just sold $7, 17, 77, 777, so on that seven, I guarantee you it's going to reap a good harvest. So if you can put that brother's cash app up there, um, make them sevens work for you. Absolutely. Thank you, Vera. So let me just give a little bit more further instructions, guys. So... Like in the middle of the page, you'll see I have posted um, Brother Blue Pill's um, digital business card. So if you click on that and then it says go to link, 
it'll show you like every single place that you can contact him, right? So go ahead and click on his website, bookmark that. He always has events going on. Make sure you're following him on Instagram. His cash app is right next there. So if you want to um, send him a cash app, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, just click on the dollar sign cash app and then that's the way that you donate. So thank you, Vera. Appreciate that. But yeah, guys, the floor is open. Um, let's get into it. I mean, Brother Blue already, you know what I'm saying, delivered, okay? But I wanna definitely hear from the people, your thoughts, you know, what did you pick up and did you have any questions for, you know, anyone in the room? Yeah, I got a quick uh, comment. It's on, the, um, he didn't go deep in on it, but it was about the, um, the number six and relating it to carbon. And um, like I said, he didn't go deep on it here, but the vague bit of information I have in, in my background is that it's important on the periodic table as far as elements. And I think he, he mentioned maybe the Tesseract or the, or, or the cube, I, I can't remember, but um, what I wanted to say is uh, I've heard other scholarship on this number uh, through the lens of spirituality, of uh, ironically, how they attribute the number 666 to being evil and the devil. But like you said, uh, he said, he used the word carbon, which, you know, the original people, in particular African uh, people, are made of as far as being the original people. And in a way... Everybody on the planet that's alive is a carbon-based being, brother. Everybody. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm just every, loosely trying yeah. to get to the idea. No, I, 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 know, you, I want you to tell me what's on your mind. Stop telling me what somebody else said. What you know about the number well, six that I didn't say? Well, I, I don't. I don't know much. That's why I'm bringing up the the comment. But I, I, what I was getting to no, was that it didn't ask a question. Um, I think it. Okay, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to find a way to land it into a question. I think it's ironic how modern religion attribute the number uh six to being evil but uh when you look past the veil it seems that the number 666 is representative of something much deeper that that when we demonize it and attribute it to the devil that we're robbing ourselves of something innate and special that's what i'm getting to So, um, okay, so the, I, I think, okay, so I'll just say this, right? Up, uh, like you said, everything is, you know, the 666, you know, I think at this point, we all know this, six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. It's nothing spooky. It's nothing crazy. We talked about um, the number 12, you know, um, the 12 disciples, you know, was the six times three, though, right? So it's like... Um, six and six is 12, right? And then that's a six and a six and that's, there's another, there's a six, six and a nine, which the, um, and then there's a six, six and a six, as far as the, the atoms and the particles or whatever, um, that represents like carbon and carbon base. Okay. Um, so like, even if you do the three sixes, that's, that's like the number 18, which is just boils down to the number nine, which represents completion. So it really is just matter. That's it. So what, you know, they're trying to get into like antimatter. Really, it's they're studying um, melanin and antimatter is what came before matter. It's the opposite. It's the pleroma. It's the chaos, you know, energy. So it isn't anything spooky at all. 
listen, everything that exists, you know, um, ancient cultures, you know, didn't have to quantify and be very cerebral about, you know, um, science. Uh, they can just I, can I, right. Can I qualify yeah. this statement real quick? It's not yeah, about of course. it being spooky or not. The reason that they say that it's the mark of man is the beast is that the flesh is grotesque. So in any esoteric spiritual system, matter is the devil, right? This is the dominion that's governed by that particular domain where energy oscillates the slowest and the most sluggish. So this ready earth, this rooty earth, this rooty earth, what they call Malkuth, the kingdom, physical planes, right? Is what they amount to when they make a correlation or a connection to say the devil or the demon. This is speaking about matter as opposed to spirit, which is something more ethereal and lofty and non-physical. It's more non-ethereal, you know what I'm saying? So that's just the difference. Like they're just speaking about these people have a very weird concept of how they integrate with flesh, you know? So again, that, that, that 666 is just speaking about the carbon matrix cube that represents matter. And it's connected directly to the mother because matter comes from mother and it comes from mitochondria. And that's the person responsible, right? For 666 for matter. No, that's exactly what I was um trying to trying to get to that I feel like them trying to separate us and make us think that the number was evil is essentially disconnecting us from higher infinities. That's what I was getting to. Right. You got it, brother. You got it. That's why we're here. Um, any other questions, guys? Can I, I think can nice I add something about, can I add yeah. six, number six? Hold on one second. Go ahead, Fifth. Yeah, I wanted to bring attention to I did the PTR of the whole cover for the series. I just I've always just stared at it and watched it and it just it, it just became apparent to me that like he was the epitome of being a spiritual being having the human experience, right? And how you talked about how she enhanced his human experience, whereas the other guy, you know, his was kind of deteriorated when he connected with the human being. But it also directed my attention to when you make the two one, like this was written in a forbidden book, when you make the two one and make the inside like the outside and the outside like the inside and the above like below, and that you make the male and the female be one and the same, so that the male might not be male nor the female be female when you make the eyes in place of the eye and a hand in place of the hand and so on so on and so forth then you will enter the kingdom and so that scene where they were standing face to face right and he was contemplating you know having to go back home but it was like he literally absorbed her and she absorbed him and i mean their the picture shows it like the two when i see that i see the two becoming one so she she received godly attributes from her associating with association with him as well um from an ethereal standpoint and then he also received the human attributes from her so that's that's it right because the thing is that they are each other <laughs> remember parthiogenesis and we talked about yes. before we, we felt the third realm right into this this dualistic uh you know what i'm saying existence 
that was us. That's why we're always searching for the other, you know what I'm saying, other half and someone to complete us and the soulmate and the, the twin flames and all of that. That's so they're showing you that even in that imagery. So yeah, thanks for the PTR. Um, I want to check in with the brother um Akabulan. Are you are you there, brother? Would you like to chime in? Yeah, peace family. Peace family. Um, you know, I'm just sitting back listening to everybody speak. Um you know, well, first of all, I want to pinpoint the brother was talking about carbon. And, uh, you know, we talk about carbon emissions and things of that nature. I put up a uh, article yesterday because they were talking about basically there's a huge um, hole in the ozone layer above Antarctica. And what our ancestors knew is that when you introduce um, a high... Uh, 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 frequency, uh, you can initiate and pretty much stimulate nitrogen combined with oxygen and ammonia to produce fertilizer. So that's what we use. And you combine it to produce nitrogen uh, oxide and ammonia. And that's the essence of fertilizer uh, at its, you know, rawest uh, point. But what they found out, though, was when nitrogen evaporates um, into the air, what it does is it pretty much um damages uh the ozone layer it damages the 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 stratosphere and the part that protects the stratosphere is the ozone layer and what they're finding out is that there's an efficient amount of uv light that's coming through and so the article's main title was saying this is going to cause a massive mm -hmm. amount of skin cancer among humans but what they don't tell you is that the main component in the ozone layer actually being uh, damaged is by carbon emissions. So when we go back to the essence of melanin, we're looking at carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. And through a process called cutaneous gas exchange, literally, which is skin breathing, the black body being placed in a hotter environment is exchanging carbon dioxide and oxygen through the skin at faster rates. So what's happening is because of the carbon emission from the black body, that's stimulating a hole within the ozone layer, which is allowing UV light to come in. We all know that in essence, melanin is a semiconductor. So not only do we process light, but we store it as a charge too. But the mitochondria also feeds the melanosomes, electrons, which stimulate more melanin to be processed. So in essence, what they've done is they tricked us into actually pulling from the roots the green that electrifies the body, but also creating a situation where they're blocking out the ozone layer to allow the UV light to come through to stimulate the black body in order to uh, electrify us. So that was an article that was ran uh, a couple of days ago. And that's a key piece in this whole narrative because when I mentioned cutaneous gas exchange, I speak about this in class in reference to um, the frogs, the, the original story, the Agdo. That's the Comitian story, the creation story in Kemet. And if you look at the deities, you'll notice that there's four frogs and there's four snakes. But you got to ask the question, well, why did they use snakes? Why did they use frogs? Well, first of all, snakes deal with electromagnetism. Frogs deal with cutaneous gas exchange, which again is skin breathing. So in essence, what they're telling you is that we live within the primordial waters of noon and that is the original story and Kemet in reference to creation the what they call today the big bang and 
you know, things of that nature. So in essence, what's taking place is that with us living in the primordial waters of noon, which is deemed counter space, scientists call it counter space, they call it the dielectric field, they call it dark matter, dark energy, but it's empty space. So in essence, what's happening is that their understanding, because we live in this rarefied version of water, we always have access to the primordial waters of noon. And by placing the black body again, which is a semiconductor in a hotter environment, that exchange rate of carbon dioxide and oxygen through the body is increasing, which is increasing the hole in the ozone layer, which is allowing our source to come directly through and stimulate the body to electrify us. But not only that, though, they also understand through the law of physics and because we're talking about antimatter and things of that nature. Um, and this is also tying into the concept of Tahuti and the script writer. Tahuti also deals with the fact that they understand that, too, because we're composed of plasma, which is a rarefied version of water, basically an intelligent version of water. We're talking about in the body itself on the day to day basis. We have something called histones that wrap around the DNA. Histones actually pull all of your experiences out of the plasma in the body and write them in the DNA. So that is tying directly into Tahuti. But here's the kicker to that whole process. With us existing in a rarefied version of water and through the laws of Tahuti and the laws of vibration and the seven rest of the seven hermetic universal laws, they understand that we constantly flicker in and out of existence. Now we're talking about matter and antimatter again. This is the basis of polarity. So at the beginning, they talk about nothingness. They talk about everything was darkness, which again is the primordial waters of noon. But what stimulated light to come from the darkness? There had to be an initial disturbance, which was vibration. So that had to be the initial uh, law within the seven hermetic universal laws to stimulate the rest of the different laws, which all have uh, a dual component to it, whether you're talking about the law of polarity, whether you're talking about the law of correspondence, whether you're talking about the law of gender, whether you're talking about the law of uh, rhythm, all of them have two components. But the initial law was a law of vibration because that's what set everything apart. So in essence, today we are still oscillating based on that initial disturbance. So by default, understanding that, again, the black body is a semiconductor and that we hold charge as we continue to oscillate in and out of existence. Our job here in this physical reality is to take in as much information and store it within a magnetic field because as we flicker in and out of existence, we are dumping that back into the dielectric field or back into the primordial waters anew or the source, the universe. It's all the same. But we're tapping back in and out of existence as we do that and as we continue to take on higher levels of information. Once we put that back into the universe, again, oscillating in and out, we are upgrading the universe. So as we continue to upgrade the universe by doing our due diligence on taking on higher levels of information, by default, the universe is going to respond and upgrade our personal realities. So this is the essence of living within the primordial waters of noon is because it's all around us and understanding the law of vibration with us flickering in and out of existence. Again, our job, understanding that we have the capacity to hold charge and store light that as we flicker in and out of existence, we take on higher information, dump it back into the source, bring it back to the physical, dump it back into the source. And as we're doing that, we're upgrading the universe. And again, through the universe based on fractal symmetry and self-referencing is going to 
uh, reverberate back to us a similar reality and thus our personal existence will this be upgraded so you know that is the essence of understanding the process of creating our reality and it's by way of understanding that when they talk about the big bang the big bang happens every millisecond so it's always a darkness light darkness light darkness light and understanding again that concept that we're oscillating in and out of existence so quick that our physical eyes can't pick it up our job again is to take on higher levels of information this is why they want to continue to rotate the same information. This is why things never tend to change within our personal reality, because we're not doing our due diligence on taking on higher levels of information. So, again, when you hear brothers like Blue or anybody in the room talk about information that we're not even privy to or haven't heard yet or might seem complicated or, you know, we can't wrap our minds around it. Understand that, again, this is giving the universe a broader perspective of what it is and again thus as you do your due diligence to diving into the information and coming back into the physical again mind you flickering in and out of existence the universe is going to do you a just do by referring a higher level or higher vibratory rate within your personal life and upgrade your whole existence so i just wanted to you know drop that and uh you know give people the science in reference to again Brother, existing within a primordial water yeah you know? Can you compliment us with a breakdown about fusion and nuclear fusion versus cold fusion and what they hitting on in the show? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so fusion. So when we're talking about, so when we're talking about fusion, basically we're talking about infinite compression. And a lot of people miss this concept, but the fact that we are dealing with sacred geometry. Hey, brother Al Kabulan, your um microphone um shifted a bit. So you sound like we can't hear you that well. Can you hear me now? No, it sounds the same. Still sound the so, same. Whatever you yeah. just did, just undo that. Uh, let me see. Can you hear me now? Still the same. I mean, we can hear you enough to get the messages across, though. Um, let me uh, let me do something real quick. Somebody can hop in, and then I'll come back in and answer that question. All right, I, think I, I know got where you. It might be. Okay, perfect. Hey, Blue, I got a question though, because yes. since we're getting into the core of water and fusion and all this stuff, right? Yes. We know that a lot of the water that's on the earth is um, contaminated. They've been putting fluoride and the, you know the different sources of water. You know, people have been testing it with the you know the, with the strips and this, that, and a third. Um, you know, what are your thoughts about that? Of us getting to the best sources of water. Locally. I just told you I got somebody that is on the stage now that can help us utilize water to do any and everything that we want. We got the brother with the contraption in Houston that knows how to pull water out the air. You feel me? There's other people with technology that can clean water on, on you know, <laughs> just like that. Our, our future is going to be contingent upon us harnessing water technology. We are going into the water age as the water bearers and it all is going to come down to water. I got access to about eight different aquifers around the country, which have the illest grade of water on the planet. They said scientifically, shout out to Dr. B. Sirius. Um, he said, according to science, they said the best water on the planet comes from Georgia, the North Georgia mountains. Why? Because that's where the gold comes from. Because I don't, not too many people know that, that this is where the first gold rush took place in North Georgia, and that's what enacted the Trail of Tears 
or the Indian Removal Act that led to the Trail of Tears because they wanted the gold that was up in Delonga. So that is why they have the best water on the planet because water comes from mineral enrichment by way of mountains. So water that flows through natural mountains by way of springs and it passes through mineral bedrock, that's how you get high-grade quality water. Of course, Mount Shasta has amazing water as well. There's other places all around this place that have specific special water. Um, Georgia also has lithium water. So the lithium in the water helps with the brain um, synapse functionality. So again, you could you could think on these high degree levels and you know engage in all this mentalism and everything. You're gonna need brain power to do that, and lithium water provides that. So. Hey, you know, Brillo, you know what else they got up in Dahlonega, Georgia? What else? The military. <laughs> that's I mean, where the rangers, that's a ranger camp out there. Of course. That's yeah. where it's so hot. That's where the goal yeah. is at. Yeah, that's so, what I didn't even know that, that about, that's about where they, the water. Yeah. That's but they I, I know about Dahlonega. That's where they took military conquest. That's what, that's what the Trail of Tears was all about. Brother Blue, this is fifth. Um, do you know anything about H3O and how yeah. we, okay, and how we should, can you talk about that? I think it's, we're supposed to be getting it too from natural uh, food. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't get into that conversation. I, okay. I, I understand it and I believe it. Yeah. Okay. You want the best form of water on the planet, get coconut water because that's the next close thing to plasma and the electrolytes is going to get you lit. And that's great. We need that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we, we really have to focalize on water, whether you're going to drink it or not, it's going to be, a, it is a water war. We have to secure water sources at any and all times and know the water is a, is a galactical currency that we need to focus on. So we can, we can gather the water and then order all the goddamn coconut water that we want and apples and all that shit. But don't take the focus off of the fact that we need to be securing you know what I'm saying? Natural uh, sources of water around this planet of which, yes, there are shrinking and shrinking amounts. Mm -hmm. But if I have, I have access to an abundance of them. So again, it's just the, the thing, the people don't know what they want. They don't know why they want what they want. We have to prioritize what we want and will to stand on that to say, that's what I'm going to put my life force towards cultivating that relationship, guarding it. Cause you also can commodify it, right? Water is one of the illest commodities uh in the future market so and, and yes I, I just want to yeah i want to add to it i mean basically you're talking about uh, uh your phone is really off it's off okay yeah i mean uh, yeah I'll, I'll cancel out and come back all right thank you for that yes. yes so um ozone water um is important as well you know what i'm saying people are not speaking enough about that but definitely structured water you know, and there's there's a way to achieve structured water without it being water from uh, fruits and, and stuff of that nature. Like this water conversation has gotten out of control quick. You know, and I've been selling water commercially since 2010. I was the very first person to bottle up alkaline water in glass and sell it with gold. That was in 2010. So, you know, the water conversation has progressed to a whole nother place right now. And everybody got an opinion on what water is and what water is. And I tell you what, water ain't. That shit that comes from the machines. 
that ain't H two O. Yeah, and and just to add, it, 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 yeah, go ahead. Okay, there you go. I'm no, good. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we talk in the you know what I do personally, you know, and those you know people may know, um, you know, the structure of water, basic. You know, I put mine out, you know, and like I said, people may know this outside, you know, in the sunlight, in the glass. And it's the infrared light that structures the water to turn it into structured water. You know what I'm saying? So, again, we're talking about sacred geometry. We're talking about the hexagonal geometry in reference to the water because it creates what you call an easy layer. So it literally eliminates the purities and separates the good water from the bad creating a polarity, which literally the water itself becomes like a battery. So when your water is structured and you take it, it'll literally charge your cytoplasm or what we call plasma plasma in the body. And this just gives you a higher level of coherence. I, I do it all the time. So again, we're talking about tapping in. Um, the, the, the water that we do want to take in is structured water because we want to structure the plasma in our body. And um, the selenoproteins, which you call selenoproteins, is what is responsible for electrifying the plasma itself. So when you're taking in structured water, again, this even goes as far as to develop, develop a larger neural network in the brain. Because when you're structuring the plasma in the brain, you're also stimulating the glands in the brain. The brain itself is a crystal. So then with a larger neural network, you're further applying compression to that crystal, which develops a larger charge, which in essence develops a larger magnetic field. So structured water is key when it comes to, you know, again, talking about receiving downloads and tapping in and things of that nature, because as our ancestors and even as far as the Dogon understood that the stars that we look up at in the sky is what charges the magnetosphere. The magnetosphere then charges the environment the electrostatic environment that we exist in, the electrostatic environment then charges the melanin, the melanin then charges the plasma in the body. So our symbiotic connection to the cosmos comes by way of the plasma. So again, drinking structured water itself is what is going to electrify the plasma in a body that is going to give you a higher coherence to tap in to, you know, what we call the cosmos or the universe and things of that nature. So again, the simplest form of doing that is literally taking your water putting it in a mason jar, sending it outside for about two hours in the infrared light and letting it, uh, you know, do what it do. So. Hey, I wanted to hop right. in and give a shout out to the brother. Uh, his name go by a I believe he had um, appeared on one of blues posts um a couple months back and he's in charge of the where he had constructed the uh the water powered engines and cars and all of that thank you appreciate that so brother blue you said that you had someone in the room that could um yeah, the, the brother, he, just, he just mentioned his name uh brother abiko abiko you with us I don't think so, but uh, he has been, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't see him on the stage. I don't see him on the stage. Comments. All right, there he goes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, brother. Yeah, Beacon. he's up here. 
Abiku, introduce yourself to these good people, please. Turn your mic on. Yeah, just look to the, the bottom right of your screen. The very bottom right, right corner, there's a little microphone. Just tap it and um, you'll be able to unmute your phone. We'll just give him a second, guys. You know, people, yeah, we'll just give him a moment. Yeah, Brother Biku, um, just take a look at your phone. And at the bottom right hand, there's a bunch of like icons. But the last one on the right hand corner, there's a little microphone. If you just put, just touch it, um, then you'll be able to unmute and speak. Okay. So we'll give him a moment, guys, to be able to do that. Um, but right now, let me do a, um, a really quick reset, guys. Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled. This is my club. Um, I'm Lisa. If you're not following the club, go ahead and tap the little green um, house at the top. Make sure you're giving myself a follow. Follow all the moderators on the stage. Guys, share the room in the hallway. Shout out to the 130 people that already did that. Let's keep the shares up. Um, and also, let's invite some people into the room. So today, we're having a conversation about uh, this amazing you know, series that's online called The Man Who Fell to Earth. And what we're doing is decoding that right the level that we've got to now is um talking about like one of the main features of the movie of the show was um the intake of water so we're just look you know you know dissecting all the lessons all the messages and things that were um shown to us in a series and from my perspective i i definitely think that this was um disclosure <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like in your face hello wake up this is who you are you know we are on a different protocol and they're letting us know we're going through a shift, you know, in humanity, right? And they're showing us this, you know, this is not a new new movie. It came out like it was a book, like in 1963, then there was a movie with David Bowie in it. There's music around it, but everything always comes back full circle. So that's what we, we have been doing is decoding, you know, as we wait for the brother to, um, you know, um, unmute his mic and speak, he can tap in at any time that he would like. Um, Let's go back to the stage, and um, if you guys have any questions, comments, the floor is open. I do. Um, how how you doing, Blue? Oh, go ahead, lady. You can go, goddess. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, I you know I missed this part, Lisa, and I'm sure a lot of women might have been the same in the same situation. Will you go over that concept about the mitochondria with uh, melanated women? I I caught the end of it, and I'm sure that there's a lot of women like me wanting to hear this conversation briefly. Thank you, Lisa. Um, you, you mean what Blue said earlier about like the divine feminine and him having to come to earth to show her who she was and remind her? I mean, we covered that extensively. Um, I am going to put this episode up onto the podcast. So I highly recommend that you guys definitely tap in, listen, and the replays will be up here on Clubhouse as well. But was there a, like a specific question that maybe we could answer right now without having to do like a real whole recap? No, no, I'll go ahead and, and, and hit the replays. I follow you. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, there was a gentleman that was trying to tap in. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, yeah, she will. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, that's pretty much the truth, like how you, how you described the um, twin flame journey and broke down the wives, you know, so it's pretty much like, um, 
you know, like he had a physical wife and then, you know, he had his spiritual wives too. That was, um, so like from past lives and stuff. So, but all of them is here right now in this, in this life. So he pretty much finding them or they pretty much connecting with them too, like that magnetic pool and he finding them in this lifetime. So it's kind of a shocker to some of them that's offline when they come to you and say, oh yeah, I'm your twin flame or yeah, I'm Yeshua. You know what I'm saying? And then pretty much they activate them and put them through that spiritual awakening too. So, and then like they say, when they came to me, brought all the goddesses together and you know what I'm saying? And started the family divine masculine divine feminine and they start working together and manifesting all together that's pretty much what's going on right now going right now with the spiritual awakening with you know happening december 21st the great conjunction you know what i'm saying it's still going on right now with all the planets lining up and with the energy shifts and everybody coming online and knowing who they are and connecting with their ancestors and spirit guys so this is where the, where we really pretty much at you know what i'm saying shout out to bobby hammond you know what i'm saying he was pretty much you know what i'm saying saying the same thing you know you know, like all of that. So blue, you know what I'm saying? Anything is it's on point, you know. Big ups. Thank you. Um, let me check back in. Okay, with Abiku. Abiku, are you there? Are you able to unmute your mic and um definitely want you to chime in and tell us about um, you know, water and the technology that you're working with. Abiku, are you there? Okay, um, we'll give him, you know, some more time and he'll tap in when he's able to. Um, but yeah, yeah guys, I'm, if I'm helping him um, mm -hmm. get the thing together. And this is normally being my experiences with geniuses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's normally exactly. been my experiences with geniuses. Exactly. It's all good. But I the floor is open, guys. Uh, nuclear physics. And I'd be like, the what the icon on the bottom right, bro. <laughs> that's how it is we came to do what we came to do okay like all that little you know that like like mundane shit doesn't mean nothing to a genius you know what i mean look the hell but the floor is open guys um you know let us know like what were your thoughts on the um you know y'all heard the breakdown many guys been here a while in the room but you know like what are your thoughts on the things that have been shared in here today so um, far I'm, i think i would like to speak um, so i'm ma'at um and i'm a prophetess and i actually want to touch bases on the twin flame conversation that um someone just spoke on um i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with me um i do share case my gift um massively um, I actually live on both sides. Um, I live in this dimension and I live in multiple dimensions at the same time. Um, I'm able to go inside and receive downloads, information and events that's gonna transpire in the physical world. Um, I'm currently going through my twin flame journey. So I do wanna touch basis on how it starts in the fifth dimension. And I noticed a lot of people have questions on the twin flame journey. And I do hear a lot of negativity when it comes to twin flames. Okay, um, can let's, um, I, I don't mind you sharing uh, my aunt, but can let just be um, aware that there's other people on the stage. So let's keep it down to like one or two minutes. Okay, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Sis. Okay, that's fine. Um, and I just want to let everyone know that when it comes to the twin flame journey, it really does start in the fifth dimension. If you're not seeing your partner like on the other side and you're 
quote unquote calling this person your twin flame. It's probably not. Um, everything starts on the other side. So I do want to let everyone know that there's a lot of confusion when it does come to the twin flames and high dimension, dimensional love. Um, it all starts on the other side. Um, so I just really want everyone to know that there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of ups and downs. I know when you go to YouTube on um, twin flames, you don't really see melanated people speaking on it. And I do think it's time that everyone finds out the truth of it. The, the true meaning of love, physical love, is it's fake, it doesn't exist. And I'm noticing that a lot of people don't know what real love is. Um, and I'm not gonna really go any deeper on it, but I do advise everyone to know that real love starts in the fifth dimension. Now I have questions since you just you just said that. What is, what is the definition of twin flame and what is its purpose? Okay, guys, I definitely want to make sure that we stay on topic because what we are here to do today is talk about, you know what I'm saying, uh, the general premise of, you know, decode the man who fell to earth. I think that's one aspect, um, you know, of what was shown in the series was his ability to be able to tap into love, right? Um, you know, and it showed like the separation. I think the message was definitely there. But um, I don't want us to get bogged down in that because there was, you know, uh, although love is at the center of it, there was so much more that I also want us to tap into. So um, I can tie have... it in wonderfully if you allow me to. Yeah, go, go, ahead. go ahead. OK, so pretty much what she's saying is, um, you know, when on a, on a journey, hold on. My problem. Okay, I'm not sure what happened to your microphone, but you're gone. Um, I did. Right. Are you there? Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I got a phone call. Hold on. I'm getting a phone call in a second. No, okay, I keep no, getting a call. Ain't no but, one um, second. Y'all gotta be present on the stage. Okay? No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Okay, please. Um, so yeah, so like I say, she came to me in um in a dream state. You know what I'm saying? And um. She opened up my heart chakra, you know what I'm saying? That the twin flame journey. So that's what happened. So when I, you know what I'm saying, came online and that's what happened. And um when she opened up my heart chakra, that's when I started on my um my spiritual journey. And that's when I started looking for my twin flame. You know what I'm saying? So then it was a like, so it was like she came to me in the spiritual realm and like an FID. So then I had to come and find her in the in the physical so and that's when it started like the twin flame journey when you realize that you know what i'm saying you you are you know what i'm saying on a spiritual journey like the fool's journey the you know what i'm saying the um you know so pretty much where where the, where the storylines began at where he opened up his heart chakra and started out on, on the fool's journey all right thank you so much i appreciate you sharing that i see that um brother abiku is now unmuted welcome yes. to brother abiku Peace and greetings. Am I being heard? Yes, yes you are. I hear you. Wow, that was that was the weirdest thing. All right, I guess you know. Uh, thank you, brother Blue Pill, for being persistent. Um, You're welcome. But yes, yeah. Uh, I, I, I thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, yeah, it's something I've been doing for over thirteen years now. Um, shockingly easy to do, and um, it works. And uh, I look forward to doing a, something. I got about a uh, RV coming up. I'm gonna do my largest fuel cell system on that one. I'm gonna I'm go a half gallon size larger. 
and yeah. see what let's let's not you know assume that people know what you're talking about walk through it just give them a very simplified explanation of who you are and what you do please i uh basically i i as i was doing after uh doing my knowledge well I, as i was doing my knowledge of self studies in new york city uh because i realized when i walked into everyone's place bookstore here in baltimore what's not as a self-study that's 120. uh we're basically just finding you know what's not taught about us in any school i, I was born in 62 so i come from uh that perspective and um and so i never knew never heard of dr john henry clark until i moved to harlem and so i knew i had to move to harlem because of what i witnessed here in baltimore and uh so when i got to new york i you know Basically, as a doctoral thesis, I figured I had to figure out how we going to make a Marshall size, Marshall plan size bag. And so I took a look at, you know, who's the biggest money maker on planet Earth? And that was energy. And so I said, all right. And then when I met a more by the name of Maurice Bay, he's the one who gave me the manual. And basically, I've just uh, did little twist, little here, twist, little there. And uh, has my own version. It's been very effective. I get 15 to 40 percent increase in gas mileage. It's basically as simple as putting two electrodes in distilled water with a little bit of potassium hydroxide. Hook your battery up to the 12 volt side, and hook the other side up to your chassis ground. And and I use the vacuum line to suck the hydrogen oxygen gas into the engine, where it mixes with the gasoline or the diesel fuel, and increases gas mileage and has oxygen oxygen and water vapor come out the exhaust pipe. So uh, it works. I have videos on YouTube. Uh, Amexum Technologies is the name of the company, and uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, it works, and it's. Uh, Listen, brother Biku, I'm just I'm smiling so big on my face right now and laughing. This is Lisa. I'm the creator of the space, but you said that like you just just go outside and water your grass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You literally are the man who fell to earth. I would love to hear so much more about um, what, what it is that you're doing. You said that you have a YouTube channel. Um, how yeah. can we find you on YouTube? Because you don't have um, your, any of your socials. Um, you know, I can tell that you're new to Clubhouse, but um, you don't have like your Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? Yes. So yeah, That's so like, yeah, can um, you tell us your a Instagram? Abiku three seven one. Okay. A, that's A B E E K U three seven one. And that's um, also on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, uh, the channel is Amexum Technologies H H O page. Okay, perfect. So, did you see the movie The Man Who Fell to Earth? Well, I've seen the first three episodes of uh, the television version, and. Uh, I was, you know, I didn't see the movie, uh, but uh, I meant the television yeah. show. My apologies. Oh no problem. Uh, yeah, no, it. Uh, I'm, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have a big smile when I watch it. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I did have um, a guest that came on, and he talked about um, cold fusion, and it was all about water, um, and mm -hmm. water being used as energy, and this technology already being here, you know. Um, and how you know I mean it wouldn't benefit the quote unquote corporations to give this out or to have people know about it. You know, no. do you think that there's a connection? Like, uh, well, first of all, how does it make you feel 
seeing this, you know, being depicted something, a technology that you actually know how to execute and, you know, seeing that being put out in the show. And then also the second part of the question is, do you think this has anything to do with the restrictions, restrictions on collecting rainwater in certain places throughout the United States? Oh, yes. I mean, to that, the second question, um, and I'm sorry, uh, refresh me with the first question. Uh, yeah. So the first question was, how did it make you feel, you know, watching something like this in a series um, that a technology that you actually know how to execute in real life? Oh, it makes me smile ear to ear. And it just, uh, and, uh, you know, this information is, you know, I used to be quiet about it because, but then, you know, as the years gone by, as I continued to do my studies, you know, I kept seeing what, you know, was given me to me personally, you know, on the internet. And I'm going, well, shoot, you know, it's, uh, and then with, you know, I particularly felt compelled, a little bit more compelled to be a bit more public because of, uh, you know, just what uh, certain energies are trying to bring about on planet Earth. And so I just felt, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I was fortunate enough to, it was Professor Gabriel Yibo, the discoverer of the Grand Unified Field Theorem, who was the one who told me that uh, in one 16-ounce glass of water is enough energy to power all of New York City for the day. And I said, you mean we only need 365 16 ounces of water? He said, yes. And I said, all right. So when it came across the hydrogen fuel cell, how to make a, Aussie, or it's a, how to make a, a hydrogen fuel cell out of a glass mason jar, um it was just kind of like i knew what i had and then when i put it together it was just uh i i grew up on i grew up on military air force bases and so i you know i have a very materialistic uh non-religious upbringing but i had an experience when i captured that hydrogen gas in a balloon and it blew up like a black cat firecracker you know how they say uh, your 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 uh, uh your life passes your, your your life passes before your eyes before you die. Well, what passed before my eyes when that balloon went off was like all the death and destruction that you know our current energy system has caused. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I knew what I had to do, and I've been at it. So, do you have a name for this? Is what you tapped into? Is it cold fusion? Or is it something else? Gogget. It's just a very small aspect of Gogget. And it, uh, <clears throat> because it's, uh, it has, uh, it's one of the recent papers, or actually it's not really recent. Yeah, I guess it's kind of recent. But uh, uh, they talked about the cavitation when it goes from uh, a liquid to a gas. And if cavitation has an infinite coefficient potential. And so, it um and this is what they've um you know as as more and more people exercise this and people have experiences with it uh, it um and particularly it's interesting at the uh, angles of the sun uh i keep having experience somewhere between oh, i'd have to say 40 degrees and 25 degrees there seems to be a boost of energy and almost like runs itself and uh and this, I had that experience when I was pulling, I figured it's anywhere from a three to five ton load as I was moving from New York City to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And so it, um, we have a great deal of work to, you know, cause I come in as pretty much an engineering, uh, though I have done studies with, you know, Bobby Hemmett, Dr. Valentine, 
uh, Delbert McBlair. Uh, I was a cameraman for Transatlantic Productions, 11 of my 15 years doing my knowledge of self-studies in New York City. So I had a, a unique um, education on, our, on my people because oftentimes in, uh, from 99 to I left in 2011, you know, a good bit of the time I was holding the camera. And so, uh, particularly Transatlantic Productions, uh, Baba Clemson Brown, he started the Conscious Videotape Movement. It's like the Library of Alexandria Videotape. Shout out to Baba Brown. Yes. Indeed. Legend. Tap in. And so, okay. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and so, uh, you know, and so, you know, it was, uh, you know, when you, uh, four months after I joined United African Movement is when Amadou Diallo was murdered. And so that was my introduction. And, uh, but you said, have you, what's your name? What's your brand name for the contraption, the device, the piece? Um, well, uh, I, I really haven't given it a name. I, it's just so far as a hydrogen fuel cell. I mean, the one that I'm excited about, the one that I, you know, want to get that I'm, that I'm uh, getting the finance to uh, develop is the monetization of the energy. So I turn what is a cost burden to the individual and the family into a revenue generator. At anywhere from a thousand to four thousand dollars a year to start. Once I have the wealth to design the fuel cell that I've written on paper, based upon my studies, um, you know it'll go up precipitously. I I, I predict a baseline of fifty percent. So we're talking you know five thousand dollars and better, you know, for driving your automobile and creating oxygen. Okay, thank you. So let me ask you this question, right? So if you can speak on it, you know, um, obviously don't speak on anything that you feel, you know what I'm saying? Like that's uh, trademarked information or anything like that. But in, can you share in what ways that you've utilized this technology to um, as an energy source? Like, have you been able to, you know, like do any sort of modifications to your living space or you know, through any other um, traditional forms of, you know, things that we would need um, gas or different sorts of energy fuels for, have you been able to do that in, in real time? Uh, well, you can uh, you can make energized water with it and because uh, it makes a negative charge hydrogen activated water and you can clean your house with it. And uh, that'll definitely, you know, It'll balance out your energy, and particularly if you use pyramid energy, uh, that's one of the things I, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable in the space until I have my uh, my mercuts hanging from the ceiling. And I like to make mine out of bamboo because certain species of bamboo will grow a foot a day. So I like a lot of life energy in my room, and you know, because I, I'm basically been programming myself to, you know, I'm gonna, you know, uh, I won't go in that, but yeah, I, I just I want to make full use of what uh, she asking. Put anything in any vehicles yet? Have you had installments? Speak about oh, some of the, um, right or, or even like years. just oh. turned a light bulb on with water. Like that's what I'm asking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to know about the pyramid um, energy too. When you finish, pyramid energy sounds interesting. Uh, well, I mean, so far as you know, uh, you can see a film on my YouTube page where I, I put a, a one-gallon system on the irrigation pump uh, for a 1,600-acre farm that's run by Dr. Mumin, originally Mumin uh, Muhammad. Uh, he's a custodian of the largest 60, or it's a 1600 acre farm, the largest farm, at least maybe it got bigger now, 
but uh, in the Nation of Islam's uh, domain. And uh, I saved them 20% irrigating those fields every time they use that irrigation pump. And then there's another film where I put it, I put a one gallon system on a John Deere farm tractor for a cattle rancher. He's always cutting and baling hay. He told me he gets eight hours of work out of a single tank of diesel fuel on his John Deere tractor. With my one gallon fuel cell system, I got him up to 11 and a half hours of work. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, patents, are you <laughs> working on patents and things of that nature? I will when I monetize it. But uh, even then, that's really not my focus because I have Professor Yubo's book. And uh, I'm going to, you know, when I ha get settled, uh, I will be able to, I'm going to uh, hire a, uh, a tutor so I can get the calculus necessary to utilize what's in that book. And basically, you know, uh, it's going to do a lot of you know, wonderful things for humanity, or just for people, I should say. Right. So do you, do you not think that patented, you, are you trying to kind of stay off the radar? Because well, I'd like to I mean, share have, like, you what you have, do have, with I mean, a lot of people. I'm, I'm highly suspicious of the patent system because okay. Einstein was a patent officer and on his deathbed, he said he was a fraud. You can buy, there's a particular issue in Infinite Energy Magazine with the Eddington experiments where they talk, where they basically disprove E equals MC square. Um, and you study people like Eric Dollard and he'll give you the live version. You know, uh, in fact, they just had a conference out in Idaho. Um, uh, very and uh and where a lot of good information gets exchanged um but uh um i'm sorry i got off on a tangent there but uh your question again did i answer it yes you did what can we do like um you know how can the community support your efforts and what you're doing to sort of help to propel you you know get your name out there more um do you have like a you know, some sort of like a startup page with, you know, funding and things of that nature. How well, can the community can, help you? I can be contacted uh, through the YouTube page because my phone number is listed below in the description of my videos. I believe I got an email there also. Um, my cash app is listed there. I believe my PayPal and uh, I think my Zelle. So money is always appreciated. Um, but, uh, you know, for anybody who lives in Baltimore City, uh that is people with resources um you know a garage a warehouse space in baltimore would be fantastic because then i can really begin to process because you know you you tell me any have you ever heard anybody else go up to a dr street drug, drug dealers and pull out a device and say do you think you can build that and when they say yeah and then you tell them says if you give me two weeks of your attention and if you've got skills on automobiles I can train you in a day where you can then turn around and make, do this install in an automobile, make 500 bucks. It'll take you four to six hours. That's 83 to 125 bucks an hour. Would that get you off this corner? It ain't going to put the drugs down for that. We got to go. So, we got yeah. to <laughs> take it quantum, bro. <laughs> we we, we got to do something other than that to show them where the money's at for them to come sniffing. But Here's they coming putting no work down, you know what I'm saying, to, to get to become a guyver. Now here's the coming attraction. Uh, this is what I really want to go lab for. I want to find the frequency 
that makes gunpowder inert. So I can create a frequent, I can create a, 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 a frequency zone where if anybody comes in trying to rob, your hammer don't hammer. And then we can have our martial arts expert begin to put order back in the hood. So you mean you, know, you just have a gun when there's somebody about to rob somebody? But brother, yeah. I think what you're saying is beautiful. I really do. I'm just listening and I'd love for you to keep going. But what's beautiful about it is not only are you coming up with like things that are practical, you know, um, that are utilizing the, the resources that we already have, like water, but you're also thinking about social justice and social issues. And to have that level of just genius, but also social consciousness, like you're talking about getting people off the streets from selling drugs, stuff like that. And and I, I'm hearing some pushback from other people, but I think what you're, how you're thinking is beautiful to me. So I really appreciate you. Well, I want to let you know, uh, the family know that uh, my first teacher was Alton H. Maddox. And I was fortunate enough and trusted me enough to do paralegal work for him. And if you don't know Alton H. Maddox Jr., look him up. Uh, I believe his website is University of Alton H. Maddox Jr. He's the only attorney in the history of the United States that's been disallowed for effectively supporting and protecting his people. He was the lead attorney in the Tawana Brawley case. I remember her. She was in the military. Yeah. 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 So to to response to the brother with the pushback comment, right? Abiku, how long have me and you been at this? Right? Since 99. Right. I walked with AM. So you don't know how many individuals I done put my brother in front of for assistant. Just talk a good one and don't follow up. So we've been going this for 20 plus years. And then he's not the only genius in the community who people blow about, yo, I love what you're saying, brother, keep saying it. Like, I want people to finally make good. That's why I said I brought him forward today to show you we're not gonna be engulfed just in entertainment and decoding something that's based on real life events, right? People have a tendency to always run from the action. It's right here, right now. So the brother's saying, I have the ability to do X, Y, and Z before I'm saying to him, before you projecting yourself to say you're going to go outside and convert people, where's the, the assistance in the community? Because he needs something very simple, which is a space in order to operate. And in a city like Baltimore, we have attempted on numerous occasions to get him some level of assistance to all the MST of a uh, what you call it, um, temples. And then and there's other brothers in the community who I have directly put them in contact with that I know on a first name basis that are friends of mine and they dropped the ball. So if you were in Baltimore and you're about your business and you know, you, you're not an agent in your, in your spirit. Cause you might not even know if you were agent until you were involved with something that's at a higher level where you got to make a decision. This is very pivotal to say, Oh, wow. I have, access to technology that can shift the paradigm and really push things to the margin and yes it's an individual who is very loving and giving but has not received that in return so you know if you have the resources and and, and that's you that we're speaking to and speaking of on the other side of the line then then dm him reach out and you know be very honorable in your approach 
towards his level of offering. Right. All of that. And so here's the way I'm, you know, I'm a Virgo. So my mind just is always clicking. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm logistics. I'm solutions oriented. And so, you know, like this is something pretty amazing, you know, um, I know if you're involved in it, it's legit and I can just hear it, you know what I'm saying? Like in his voice. So we have to understand that some of this stuff that we have to do that in order for us to get to where we need to go, you got to tap into the system a little bit. So there has to be a structure and we cannot rely on the dead. You know what I'm saying? All the time. So we have to create like a, a structure, right? Um, an organization. Maybe it's nonprofit. I don't know what that looks like, but I know there's lots of very brilliant people um, that aren't on those street corners, right? That do have access to different levels of monetization to give the brother the space that he needs um, to tap into funding and grants and things of that nature. Now, you may have to deal with the devil a little bit, you know what I'm saying, to, to do what you need to do, but that's something that can be worked out. But if 20 years of doing one thing is not working, then we got to do something else. You feel me? So uh, that's all I'm saying is that we, you know, we got to, he needs a, he needs like equipment. He needs a laboratory. He needs a foundational structure within the matrix to be able to um, get some of this stuff done. So that, those are just my thoughts, you know. Um, what's your cash? I'm sorry, not not your cash. Need app, an angel your, investor. What do you need? Right, we, like we can get that shit though. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to You got to be around people that think that way. Um, so what is your YouTube? Because you said that's where your phone number is at. I'm gonna have Sean. Are you there? Can you put his YouTube in the chat? A Maxim Technologies. Oh. Okay. HHO page. Um. Uh. Yeah. So far as the actual channels, uh, Abiku seven seven seven. Abiku, Abiku 777. So that's yeah, his you, name. Go to, uh, you, you just go to Google, type in uh, YouTube, Abiku 777. You should come up with my channel. And uh, basically all uh, my HHO videos are published under Abiku 777 on YouTube. Okay. I, I put it in the chat. The link. Thank, you, thank you, AJ. Appreciate that. Sean, I stepped the way. So yeah, let's put that. And also like Abiku 777. Um, and then his YouTube, uh, Mexum. Say that one again. Amexum Technologies HHO page. Okay. So I'm going to share that in my Discord. And, you know, um, I'm, I'll connect with you um, in a, at another time. But, guys, this is the real deal. Like, we have someone. <laughs> we were talking about this at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? About right. this is us, right? And here it is. We got somebody in the room. We, 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 can't, we can't say it's us. And then when that thing shows up, be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? No. Oh, uh, uh, we got to plug into this. I want to make a, I have to, I have, if I'd be really making a big mistake if I don't mention this, mm -hmm. uh, because I'm not, I'm not the only one. There is one other. It, that don't matter. Uh, You're the who, only one that's here. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> this, this brother is, I mean, and this is from all my, all my people, all, all, all of our family down in Jamaica. There is a brother. At least last, at least according to the news report that was on Channel 7 in Kingston. He lives in Trelawney, Kingston. His name is Harlow, Maine. He's been, yeah. I'm Jamaican too. I've been asked, I, I said, like, wait a minute, uh, Jamaican's an island, right? How come it's taken so long for Jamaicans to find Harlow, Maine? Wow. 
Well, you know what? We just get together and build a panel. I'm Jamaican as well. Hey, Abiko, um, can you talk more about um, Dr. Ayibo's work in his book? Because I think when I was watching the series, that was the thing that most was most prominent for me. Is it, this this is Haki Blue? Um, yeah, I want to know. You know, and I heard you saying that you need somebody that can help you with the mathematics in that book. Um, but it sounds like you also have some conversation with Dr. Ayibo. So can you kind of expand on that and how it led you towards um, the expertise that you have right now? Uh, yeah, I, I was, it was a, just a really, you know, prof, uh, Professor Gabriel Yibo, a uh, Nigerian mathematician, uh, uh, I think from, uh, I forget the name of this. He's in the, I forget the name of the state in Nigeria where he's from, but it's where the, the rivers come together. Um, uh, he, uh, he was giving free classes in a basement in an apartment building in uh, off St. Mark Street in Brooklyn in 2001. And I attended classes until my mother fell ill. Um, and this was actually right before I, I found my receipt wow. payment. And that was like, the receipt was uh, 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 September, 2001. So, I mean, you wanna talk about, you know, things being shifted. So when that was, you know, I got the information, you know, it's just been, it's been, I tell you, it's, it's been for someone who came up with really a non-spiritual upbringing yeah. and what I've witnessed since I moved to New York city and did my knowledge of self studies on me, I, uh, wow. So you, so you got the information from Oyibo before he, before, before he, um, actually, um, published the book. No, as as he published the book, because he uh, basically he was when he got recognized because uh, that's when, you know, as uh, 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 Baba Clemson Brown, he was his number one promoter, and being a cameraman for Transatlantic, of course, I was you know often in the room, you know, holding the camera as uh, uh, Baba Clemson Brown interviewed Professor Yibo, and they talked about the concepts of Gaget, and so I was you know I I had I took the you know absolute two-handed opportunity to get free classes with him because basically he just basically as i described it back to him he said basically he gives us a way to kind of really use that imagination because uh, one of the things that was pivotal in my life was when a fourth grade teacher would said to the class most people use five to ten percent of their brain potential yeah and my mind i said if that's true and the main thing that's informing people is a public school. That means I need to get out of the seat and never come back here and go find those who are going to help me get 100%. And unfortunately, I didn't find that out until I find that group of people to 1999. But, you know, all praises due, I did. And, uh, you, know, I, 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 you know, I hope I've been a good student because essentially my HHO uh, monetization is my doctoral thesis for graduating from UCLA, the University of Cornell Lennox Ave. Thank you very much. He's at the University of Corner for Lennox Ave. I love it. I love Great. it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Because when I read that Malcolm X went to college too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to buy a hotel in New York City so brothers and sisters on a regular can come there and just attend that environment because it is exceptional. If you, if you, if you, you know, keep all the BS away and just focus, you know, you know, just go after your knowledge and, you know, what sit with all 
all sections of our culture and learn. And, you know, I mean, I didn't know what I was filming, but I got to feel the Bombarday uh, speech, the, the parade down, uh, and as well as their uh, conference that they had at the UN. You know, the Senegalese, the Bombardiers, uh, uh, the spiritual uh, Islamic, he was kind of like, uh, how, how do I say, well, I, you know, he was Allah's representative for Senegal. I mean, this is what, you know, I forget what was the term that they, the phrase they use in Senegal. Is that how like uh, uh, the Arabs have messed up Islam, Brother Blue? I forget that phrase. But in any case, yeah, it, um, it, I had amazing experiences in New York City. I, I just, uh, I, I drank deep and everybody, all, I mean, if you have, I mean, cause I, I didn't get started till I was 37 on my knowledge of self-study. So I, you know, I, how, how, you know, I had some serious arrested development. And uh, so. Hey, Lisa, the, hey, the, Lisa. Genius, the genius is always there, right? And I tell people this all the time. And I said it earlier in the room, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? If it, it, some of us been doing this for 20 plus years, right? Um, you could tap in right now and just, you know, wake that, wake it up. You know what I mean? It's not going to, it doesn't necessarily, we live in a different time, right? We live in a different time. So it doesn't matter. You just, there you have it, guys. He woke up at 37. You know what I mean? So you, some of y'all are like 30, you know what I'm saying? 27 and you feeling like you're behind the power curve, but you're really not because you're here now. You know, what are yeah. you going to do with, what, you know what I'm saying? Like start here, start now, you know, yeah, and like, it's, like it's, 10X, it's, just 10X. I, I keep telling y'all, we, I, I'm, we're quantum. We're going quantum, like period. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm not. You know, don't 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 be dragging up from pulling up the rear. You know no. what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't a sprint. You know what I'm saying? This ain't that. It isn't well, that. Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. My studies and starting that late, because when I seriously took it seriously, and one of the things that I always got was very fundamental and essential, is that our elders know that you got to change what you put in your mouth before this information gets in your head. And because of that, and being able to be in the room with Dr. Sabin, you know, uh, 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 you know, Jewel Pukram, uh, 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 Dr. Africa, you know, to, to, to be in the room with them and just, you know, and, you know, and just kind of like, so, you know, I've reprogrammed my, I'm going to live 150 years. Is that, you know, because when I got into it and really began to see the power, I said, well, I told Brother Blue, I said, we have to begin to start living longer. And according to for what, what little I know about that Bible, uh, you know, it was 400 or 600 years. So 150 is like living fast and dying young. So, you know, we have to, you know, we have to do better. And, um, and uh, fortunately, my, my father was an athletic uh, uh, trainer. So, you know, I was fortunate enough to, you know, you want to do what daddy does, you know? And so, I mean, I'm 60 years old, but I feel like I'm 28. I'm in Yo, and Lisa, I, I Lisa, we got to... Oh, oh, go ahead. I will not. Nah, I who's, who's calling my name? Because I think you try to speak already. No, no, no. This this is our cable line. Um, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. To, go ahead. <laughs> I wanted to say really quick, we got to... And shout out to Abiku, me blue, like blue said, you know, we had him on the show. What's the science? And we also had the pleasure of uh, interviewing uh, Dr. Gabriel Ebo on the same show. Uh, but there's also, you know, another genius, you know, who uh, 
you know, can, can contribute to this conversation in reference to a practical application when it comes to this technology. And, you know, for those who don't know, you know, I'm in school right now doing my due diligence as a megatronic engineer. So I'm learning, you know, uh, electrical engineering and computer science and things of that nature. But there's another brother that me and Blue interviewed on the same show um, named the Black Air- Airbender. And uh, I brought him up on stage. And if we do got a second, you know, I really want him to kind of discern what he does in reference to aiding in this process when it comes to designing this technology in real time. And I've seen the brother. So if he wants to pull up and Lisa, you want to give him a second, you know, I want him to, uh, you know, uh, give his demonstration. Absolutely. That's what this is about. We do this stuff in real time, you know, quantum. Legend right there too. Yeah. Is he on the stage, brother Alcabulan? Yeah, he should be up here. Yeah, I got some powerful minds. What's his name? The Black Airbender. Oh, okay. There he is. I see him. Welcome. Welcome to the stage, brother. You got the microphone. Uh, Greetings. Greetings. Can you guys hear me? Yes, perfectly. Oh, perfect. I have to take it off Bluetooth because it wasn't going through. Uh... Yeah, where should I start? In the sense of, I hear you talking about quantum. Uh, thank you for bringing me up here. Uh, scalar, we can start with with scalar. Our thoughts are scalar waves, which is in the aspect of longitude waves. And it's you can call it a zero-point energy spectrum that the scalar wave resides in, because within scalar, there is no A to B. There is just A in the sense of quantum. So the more you learn about scalar and, and tap into tap into the the aspect of quantum jumping, it starts to make sense of how things like telekinesis, things like teleportation, starts to become more of a, a molded mesh of reality in, in real time. And this is the same knowledge of the likes of Nikola Tesla, Odin. And Darsenval, all these men were actually doing the same exact thing, but in different ways to find out they generated a particular frequency of electricity that's more harmonious with the body. It's different than just plugging in into the socket in that aspect of dirty electricity. So you would, they would have generators uh, that I, I made one myself called Zeus. And what it does, it, it takes that dirty electricity and shifts it to cold current. So cold current, when I learned about cold current, it reminded me of what Tessa was talking about, cold fire. And with cold fire, it's kind of like the Tao in the middle, in the middle zone in that meeting point, hence zero point. This is electric resonance that the body itself reside on because we are electrical beings. We are electrical all the way in the sense of light. And what scalar is, light, electricity itself is a derivative of scalar. If you want to ask what's fast speed of light and sound, it's scalar. So scalar resides in all dimensions of, of reality in terms of resonance and balance. And a great book to start off with this is Biogeometry Signatures. Uh, by Dr. Ibrahim. This is a man that didn't even believe in the in the spiritual realm, but found out certain symbols from Egypt 
invokes certain parts of the organs, and then it dives into the aspect of scalar because pyramids themselves uh, resonate on a scalar on a scalar energy field. In one thousand feet, keep left. So the past year, what we've been doing, people from all over the world have been sending in pictures of their elbows or anything that is injured in the sense of joints. Keep left to stay on Florida 907. And after, after, after a month or two, we've Continue had. Continue on Florida had, 907 for three miles. Sorry about that. It's all good, brother. You gotta, you gotta put the mute on. Yeah, you gotta put that mute on that GPS. Oh, oh, yeah. Apologies. Yeah, she just did it. I'm not driving. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, over the over the past year, people with all different types of illnesses, injuries, etc., we use their picture as a bioenergetic fingerprint, and then we put a biogeometric blueprint over that using holographic technology because all in light light is information so holographic when you utilize hol holography they come in unison in the spectrum of the field of what scalar is doing harmonizing with our aura our thoughts and even the environment so now i shift in more from people more to farms since this whole save this whole thing is is becoming popular it's more like a, more of a distraction from things that already here in terms of things like electroculture and utilizing tensor rings on plants, pyramids on plants, and specifically copper as well. And I can go into a whole aspect of that. But long story short, people from all different types of farms, and I'm still extending this, if you know a farm, if you own a farm, you can email Devon at alchemybreath.work with the subject scalar farm, and you would take a picture of your soil, take a picture of the farm, and we'd place that onto the scalar itself from running remote frequencies of being. So what scalar does, it invokes and houses the scale, the, the certain frequencies you want to push out. One of the main frequencies and sweeping frequencies that we tap into is things like chemtrail detox, EMF, EMF detox as well, pumping that into the frequencies of the scalar. So think of scalar when you have a scalar device, it gives you more access to scalars. You're not creating scalar, you're just gaining more access. And once you gain more access, the bigger the body in a sense of the medium that you're using to pump certain frequencies in, when that resonates on on different frequencies when it's on in an electrical sense, it then gives our mirror neurons easier ways and deeper sense of healing to absorb those frequencies so that's the same thing i'm doing to the soil so we all if you think about it you can have the most nutritious uh nutritious fertilizers pumping into the soil but the soil can only take so much in terms of detoxing in itself so before we had fertilizers before we had uh other chemical disharmonious resonance tools placed on the earth our ancestors were using copper. Our ancestors were using shapes to give the plants a more adhesive coherence. So if you think about it, if pyramids, if pyramids amplify the plants and and uh, certain farming that they did back back then, then that's it. It then synchronizes with the point of why we have so many pyramids all over the world. 
in the sense of, hey, we are trying to harmonize this whole earth with certain certain sacred sites that harmonizes with the pyramid energy. Because when all pyramids are made a certain angle, they're resonating in, in quantum in the sense of the scalar, where, again, there's no point A to point B. There's only just point A. So when that happens, I can give you a really great example, and they did this with Russia, UK, and pyramids all over the world. And they had random people chosen, and then they had random numbers chosen, and they had random phases, phrases chosen. And these people would go inside the pyramid and write down all those answers that they took. And it would be the same exact time, but from all over the world, all the way to Japan, China. And with this, with this pyramid experiment, they found that informational resonance was shifting pyramid to pyramid, where all nine out of ten of the uh, the uh, the contestants that were inside the pyramid, they were giving the same exact answers. Hence, thoughts in itself is scalar waves. But when you're in certain shapes or you resonate on on certain harm harmonic resonance, you can then shift out information to a more structured way. So that's why I feel like when you make pyramids out of any material, it still has a certain effect to the plants for the better. Because I feel like it's also riding on a network in itself with all the other pyramids around the world. And I, I was blessed to experience going to Egypt. The closer I got to the Giza, the more the pyramids that I wear on my head started to vibrate and and tone to a certain way where I could, it was it was like the first time I was wearing it because the first time you wear it, you do feel the shifts, but over over time, uh, you somewhat become numb to it because you're so used to the frequency that it holds. But out of a, it, the longest time until I was closer to the pyramids, the more my the pyramids that I was wearing was resonating. And that in itself is somewhat scalar to understand that it rides within a certain informational spectrum of light, sound, and electricity. Thank you guys for uh, having me up here. Uh, I wanted to add to... Um, Thank you, brother. I wanted to add to Abiku. He mentioned Dr. Joel Pukra. No, 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 no. Sorry. We can't let someone speak. Um, and drop that much amazing information and then just skip over it. Like, he didn't just say all what he just said. First of all, we need to allow that. I know that's right. You know what It I'm was saying? tied into that, Lisa. <laughs> okay, but it, you kind of skipped over what, let's acknowledge, you know what I'm saying, what he just put down. It's a lot of stuff, and I understand that maybe sometimes it's, you know, you can't relate to something, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, we need to be learning, right? Um, and tapping in and asking the brother questions, right? When we get people that come into our spaces that we get access to that we wouldn't normally have access to, I want to pick his brain. I want to yeah. process what he has he has just said. So does anybody on the stage have any questions for the brother? That's what I would like to ask first before we move on. And then I'm going to come back to you, sis. Peace. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, I... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, fam. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask if uh, uh, this is Brother Baku. Uh, excellent, excellent, excellent. I mean, it gives me like you know 
uh, uh, it's good that I, I have more study to do. So I wanted to ask you, um, have you, uh, have you um, used pyramids for hydrogen production? Peace. Uh, you can indeed, yeah. They, they also go well if you place a pyramid between like a, even like a water fountain. If you place a pyramid between the running water and having the pyramid as a mediator, it will actually it will actually create resonance within a room where the plants it feels like the plants are being more hydrated. They did this study where they utilized the sound all the way down to a sound of the waterfall of moving water in general hydrates more of the plants in terms of what they found before and afters in terms of the, the water content. So pyramids are, are great in terms of uh, the hydro world for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Any uh, other questions, guys? I have a question for him. This is yes. a break. Um, I wanted to know, um, the black airbender, the frequency that you're talking about, um, can you pick those up through, um, for example, handwriting and can those, um, frequencies be utilized to, um, complete the neuronal system growth? So basically the complete maturation of the neuron, uh, board that runs throughout the human body. Can those frequencies that you're using to improve the soil and the air quality be used um, in that capacity as well. Oh, for sure. Now we're talking about the, the, magne the magnetism of just numbers alone. Uh, this was very similar to the biogeometric signatures I was talking about, that book. So if you even, if you move your hand in, in certain patterns, it gives an electrical biofeedback to certain organs. So for sure. Oh, I think the black airbender went out. Are you there? Can you guys hear me? Is it my mic? He went out. Okay. He's definitely here. Okay. We'll give him a moment to come back because I definitely have um, a question for him. But this is what you call, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys, we have these just sleeping giants <laughs> everywhere um, if, among us. So when I'm if, like, if when I we're having these... With this answer about the pyramid, because there's a story that I wanted to, I was going to like a uh, 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 Falcon tell in after he spoke about a pyramid they built in a Merkut they built in. Hey, brother, Abiku, 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 can you fix your microphone though? Um, you are, um, it's a little spotty, your um, uh, audio. So maybe you could like take off your um, Bluetooth or if you're on speaker, um, just make like a, an adjustment so that we can hear you clearly. All right. Um, That's perfect. That's good. Is that a bit That's better? Good. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh, uh, they built a Merkut at a, a 74 degree one in Ukraine using no metal fittings. And it uh, they put water in there. It increased crop yield 20 to 35%. They put violent criminals there and it, greatly increased their behavior and just their outlook on life. Uh, there's, um, and I think it's the book called uh, The Complete Pyramid Source Book. I think John DeSalvo. Uh, and uh, that's where I got that. Uh, and there's a bunch of other uh, very fascinating scientific applications of pyramid energy that uh, 
uh, the black in, airbender, you know, I just wanted to, you know, I, I, I definitely uh, would be looking to get in contact with them and have conversations, particularly once I get my lab, because, uh, yeah, uh, Merkut's energy is, uh, I mean, you talk about an untapped source. Peace. Okay, so thank you for that. Um, black airbender, are you back? Can we, uh, can you check your mic now? Yeah, I'm, I'm back. Okay, perfect. So can you tell us like how people can get in contact with you? Uh, what platform can you be reached on? Are you on YouTube, Instagram? Um, I'm everywhere. You can find me on Instagram as the Black Airbender. You're gonna have to type in the whole thing because I've been I've been shadow banned for a whole year ever since talking about Scalar. Uh, you can also email me at Devon at alchemybreath.work. Devon at alchemybreath.work. Um, AJ, can you put that in a chat or uh, one of the moderators, please? Thank you. Um, so let me ask you this question, right? So what can what can all of us in this room do today to tap into some of this, um, you know, scalar uh, pyramid energy? Do you have um, something that you can tell us like as just regular people that we can do to add some improvements to our lives, whether it's from health, water, whatever perspective. Oh, the breath, the breath. The breath in itself is a form of scalar in my opinion, because you have the positive and the negative and that medium, that connection, the Tao, the middle, and, and that's what the breath represents. So if you can improve the quality of your breath, you're not just shifting what's in the now, but within the now, there's the past and the future in terms of subconscious thoughts. And 90% of our world is made up of, by the subconscious mind. So in terms of utilizing the breath, that's a great, powerful start in the sense of scalar. Uh, one of my favorites is utilizing subliminal breathwork music uh, that we have scalified in itself. And when you're listening to that, it's like you're breathing as two people because it's literally subliminal breath work and then we add the music in there. But your mirror neurons pick up on it as well. And the mirror neurons is another form of communication within the body. As they say, 80% of communication is nonverbal. That ties within your body mechanics, the breath itself. When a horse meets you, it literally matches your breath just to make sure it's in a safe space meeting you for the first time. So the breath itself is a great communicator and it definitely rides the aspect of what scalar is and utilizing scalar. I've actually loved to, uh, what, if I do like a one-on-one -on -one with someone, what I do is I would actually record the breathwork session that we do and then place that onto the scalar and put in certain programs uh, that they were targeting, let's say, diabetes or inflammation in their back, stuff of that nature. And utilizing that same point in time, because you can actually transmute scalar through uh, HD television as well. That's why they got cheaper and cheaper as time move on. But that's a whole other story. Uh, but to bring it all together, uh, scalar can be utilized in so many different aspects of of life i focus more on the healing aspect uh, you can look up harp as well if some of you are familiar with harp harp has been using scalar 
So there's different paradigms of where you can take Scalar. And yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so, so much. It's, um, it was um, gratitude, you know, for you coming in and um, sharing everything with us. We did put your information in the chat so that um, people can um, connect with you. I did follow you here. And, you know, like for you, like a Biku um, and the Black Airbender, you guys can like attach your social media here on Clubhouse, right, to your profile. That way it's just easier for people to um, tap on that and just, you know, go and follow you. That's an instant connection. Um, do you have a website, Black Airbender? Yeah, breath.work. Alchemybreath.work. Okay, perfect. Um, any questions? If not, does uh, does anybody on stage have any questions for any of the brothers? Yeah, no, I just want to say, oh, real quick, I just want to say to the family, uh, you know, me and Blue again, we got the podcast with the science, we had the Black Airbender on there, and we did a live demonstration demonstration of gamma breathing, and um, um, the Black Airbender actually had the uh, frequency breather um, that he was breathing through, so. For those who want to tap in, it's on uh, KTL, um, Know the Ledge on YouTube. Watch uh, uh, What's the Science podcast. And again, we have a live demonstration of the Black Airbender demonstrating gamma breathing, um, which again is a process. But for those who want to tap in and actually see that live, they can do that there. Absolutely. That's um, KTL, Know the Ledge. Uh, media on YouTube. I'm definitely a subscriber. I've been a subscriber for, you know, ever since they put it up. Um, used to listen to them on blog talk, all that good stuff. So guys, make sure you tap in. Um, I want to go ahead and hand the microphone back over to Brother Blue. Uh, thank you for bringing these legends in here. <laughs> Brother Blue, are you there? Do you want to tap in? Okay. He might have stepped away from the microphone. Uh, so guys, just listen. Let me give you a really quick reset. This has been such an amazing space. Like, you know, when you set the right intentions and you, you know, like this, basically we vibrate on the right frequency, everything's just come together. You know, I just had the, the thought and the idea just for my own personal enjoyment and the things that I was seeing in this particular um, series that was on um, online. I'm like, wow, we, you know, I would love to just get together and talk about this with more people. We were talking about it. We watched three episodes together, you know, in, um, in my discord group and i'm like hey i'm gonna you know we all want watch it together on our own after that and i'm like there's so much in there like this is big to me it's a disclosure right um and although you may have already known and it's it's a it's a, another way to bring more people into the fold a different level of information so um i appreciate um brother blue for agreeing to do this guys if you're not following the club um, Matrix Unveil, click the little greenhouse at the top. Make sure you follow the club. Make sure you give myself a follow. I'm Lisa. I'm at the top left. Um, and there's a little bell right next to my name. If you turn that bell on to always, that way you always get notified every time we start a room. Follow all the moderators on the stage um, and share the room in the hallway, okay? Lisa, um, I, Lisa, I remember asking you the question first about the men who fell to the earth. Uh, I remember being Hold the on, one sis, who asked you, you, you question. You can't, you and I, I just missed you, your your whole thing, and I just wanted to uh, ask you. But you can't do that. I'm I'm still talking. Please tell me who you said decoded. So I want to know who. Yeah. Okay. So let's continue, guys. Like I said, um, what we're discussing today is basically um, the man who fell to earth, 
and we're decoding it. And literally what showed up in the room today, right, just by creating that space, energetically what came in was like real life people that are dealing with this very advanced technology. I mean, we've got four people in this room right now. Okay, we've got Brother Blue Pill, we got Brother Akabulan, we got Brother Biku, and we got the Black Airbender in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've really been sharing a bunch of information. So the first part of the show, we, you know, decoded a lot of the movie and what was going on in that. And it's okay. We could still tap back into that if you guys would like to. I think Blue stepped away from um, his phone for a moment. But if anybody would like to tap in, guys, the floor is open. Okay, Lisa, this is the bridge. Thank you. Uh, the only thing that I wanted to add was to what Brother Abiku was saying and the Black Airbender uh, with respect to water and frequencies. Brother Abiku mentioned Dr. Jewel Pukram. She has a brain balancing program that allows you to focus on geometric symbols that will basically com complete the neuronal growth. So that your frequencies, your your neuronal development can fully develop itself so that you can receive the frequencies that are needed to convert water uh, from H2O to H3O and to be within the alchemy phase. We don't even know that our neuron, neuronal system is underdeveloped. So if anybody um, is interested in that and just completely sinking the right and left hemispheres of your brain. There is a program. She has a ton of classes, but the one that I'm speaking on is that specifically the brain balancing program. And she has an entire metaphysical university. It's called the Jewel University College of Immortal Sciences. You put that in Google, it will come up. I urge you to take that course. I have been a student of hers for many, many years, along with Queen Afua. And it has changed my life exponentially. Hey, what's her name? What's the lady's name? Dr. Jewel Pukra. Oh, hell yeah. Facts. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for that share. Um, any other questions? Comments? Yes. Can I say something? Um, I've been knowing Abiku since he was in his 30s. So I've watched him grow. Uh, and he supported my work and I support his work. I deal, I deal with organic farmers in Ghana and I've been doing it for about 14 years. And I've been working with people in Belize Central America uh, for 20 years. So I've been doing a lot of work with sustainable development, organic farming. And I would really wanna talk to the, uh, the, the brother that talked about talked about agriculture because that's pretty much what I do and you can can you hear me I guess nobody can hear me okay we can yes. hear you yeah we can hear oh, you keep, okay. keep going queen we can hear you oh okay so uh so I've been I've been doing I've been doing eco, ecology work since I was in the co in college in the 70s so I've been pretty consistent in, in my endeavors you know outside of the system on the fringes in fact, I was on, I was on in the fringes when I was 10 years old. It goes back that far. So, um, you know, I would love to connect with people to get things done. Uh, right now I'm working with, since the young man that I worked with, he's, uh, he died at 50 years old. So that's, he was like my son. So I'm still kind of getting over that. 
but I'm working with his son. And there's a network of 10,000 farmers. And uh, I was there in 2008 and 2012. And I was trying to raise some money to get a Biku to actually go there and work with the work with the farmers network. But we just we just couldn't get the funding. So so I'm working on it. And then also people uh, mentioned about working through your lineage. Uh, I started doing my genealogy way back in the 90s. I started doing my family research. And I think one of the issues as far as reparations goes, uh, I talked about this with my mother before she passed, is for us to do reparations through our lineage, what's owed you. And I've done a lot of that research and how my family has been ripped off as far as uh, land rights, you, you name it, where, where they had 600 acres of land. And nowadays, uh, we lucky we can come up with 100 acres when it was once 600. And that was just one brother's. So one of the things I've been doing is, in fact, I am going to a family reunion with one of with one of my lineages and that's what we're going to work on is uh reparations through our lineage and that's something that my mother wanted when she was alive and i do work in ghana and i started off doing uh agroecology i started off with bert tucker you can look bert bert tucker uh up in wikipedia uh you can t you can uh google paul yeboa and I, and I i i went to uam along with abiku and one of the things that they had here, we had, we had the first world, we had UAM, we had free lectures and it was like going to night school. It was absolutely amazing. And I, I do Wikipedia cause I want to document my people. So we started to work on, they, they, um, mother Kefra died, right? She, her and her husband started the first world Alliance and it was like university for the people. And when she passed away, she didn't have a family. And it, it, was, it was very, in fact, the community spent seven years getting access to her body so they could re-intern her into the same cemetery where, where, doc, where Dr. Ben was and where Malcolm X was. So I went to that and then I said, well, let me start working on a Wikipedia article for Mother Kepler because she, she, did, she worked for five decades. And uh, I contacted some people uh, to try to get more information about First World. It's still in draft form. I reached out to some elders because I need more information. So I'm just going to go with what I go, what I have out now. And somebody mentioned our geniuses out there. There's a lot of geniuses out there at every level. And I feel like, Abiko, I have been lucky to, to have had these mentors, you know, uh, even though I studied ecology in college, but that was a long time ago, I didn't reconnect to that part of me into 2000 when I started to work with with, with Bert Tucker in, in Belize because I was looking for a place to go where uh, where the natural environment was still intact, where the biodiversity was still intact. So I've been studying sustainable development all that for 25 years. And, and yes, um, there's, there's all kind of energy. The world is full of energy. You know, the ground is energy. There's energy everywhere. And uh, Tesla used to live on um, the New York Hotel. And then there was, there's some rumors that he was actually murdered because he was hit by a car and all of his uh, documents. Uh, I was studying him like 25 years ago. And that's what I found out about that. In, in Thank that you. So if you, so if you, you know, so, so that's there. So, uh, and I agree with you on frequency and the other brother, we are too verbal. 
And that's part of our, our westernization. A lot of times, when you, even when you're in Ghana, a lot of times you, you're communicating in silence. And I have been to the sacred forest. There's a lot that we can learn from the continent. There's, you talk, people talked about the pyramids. There's the, the sacred circles. Uh, I have visited sacred forests. And we are originally, as African people, we are forest people. We had forest kingdom. So I, I have been to the sacred forest in Ghana. I can take people there. I visited there. And I've been working with the people uh, who have access to, to the sacred forest. Because when we were there in 2012, the Permaculture Institute partnered with the chief with the sacred forest. I've seen sacred rivers. I've seen indigenous ecology. I don't even like to call it okay, that. Um, I've seen thank sacred you, rivers. Can you, uh, so, 30 seconds, please. 30 seconds. Okay. Yes. Okay, but yes, yeah, so so what I'm saying, there's a lot of earthbound stuff we can do too. And then also I believe there's a lot of low tech solutions to some of our problems too that that can, that can help us. But that's cool. I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, uh -huh. thank you so much. No, I definitely appreciate, you know, all of that. But you know, we definitely gotta make sure that, you know, we keep it to a minimum. Um, anyone else want to chime in, guys? Um, it's been a beautiful room. Lots of amazing information being shared. Um, we are winding down, guys, coming up on like about three and a half hours now. So we are winding down. So I'm definitely going to keep the space. Um, <laughs> any Anyone else want to chime in, guys? Questions, comments about the, you know, the the room, um, the title, you know, the man who fell to earth, decoded. Any, anything that you guys have heard tonight. Yes, definitely. Go ahead. Okay, so I like I got my own beliefs and systems and stuff like that, but I, like I believe there's an omniverse. Oh, what happened? Okay, um, does someone else have a question? I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah, um, I have a, a quick question. Um, th does anyone know whether, because I know this is based on a novel that was written. The man who fell to earth. Um, does ever, anyone know whether in the novel uh, whether the two the uh, the main characters were melanated or not? Yeah. So why does novel, it matter? Yeah. No. Well, the no novel, just, it does matter. Hold it. on. It does matter. He asked yeah, a question. Yeah, Let it, me answer. It, it mattered. It matters to me because I thought it was absolute genius when I saw a black brother and sister. Uh, taking those lead roles as the most intelligent humans on the planet. I was like, just right. almost like jumping up and down. I, was, I loved it. So, Can I answer that? Go ahead. Yeah. So it, in the book, in the movie, they were not melanated. Um, this particular opportunity came around to do the adaption and uh -huh. an individual picked up on it. And he just so happened to be the grandson of Lena Horn. Oh. Right. That's amazing. So, okay. and, and quote, what he said is, I would not ask an apex predator. I would ask a woman of color because she would have a pair of binoculars that no one else has. Says Jenny Lumert, co-creator along with veteran writer-producer Alex Kurtzman of the upcoming science fiction show based on the 1963 Walter Tevis novel of the same name. So obviously Kurtzman is not melanated, but Jenny Lumet is the grandson of um i said and i am happy to duke it out about this argument added lumet whose grandmother was groundbreaking actress lena horn 
woman of color, of one of the most vulnerable popula- populations on the planet. And that vulnerable populace has the clearest understanding of what the world actually looks like. Kurtzman mm-hmm. also is behind the rebooted re- Star Trek universe at CBS Studios, including Star Trek Discovery, which features the first black female captain in the mythology's universe. He spun the benefits of diversity and storytelling another way. The more specific a story, the more universal that story becomes. Yeah. Okay? So wow. they purposely um, put a melanated woman in a role to endure the hero's journey. This entire movie also is about the hero's journey, the Osorian tale of the hero's journey, right? All hero's journeys are either, um, you know, they're action movies or they're love romances. And they're, they're the masterful ones merge both. So that's what you're bearing witness to. The actual movie that featured David Bowie was very much different. And it was very much right. anglicized about a European aspect of their connection and interaction and how they were coming to this realm. That movie came out a year before Star Wars. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, well, I'm getting I'm getting chills with you sharing that story, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, it, it'd be the showrunners and, and, you know, uh, coming from New Orleans and, and I just came from New Orleans and just seeing the amalgamation and the miscegenation and the things that became the, the bedrock of the history of our country because our country, yeah. whether you want to agree or like it or not, is a story of the merger between the two. You know, how, how these how these particular, you know, demonstrations have meshed and molded and that and this particular individual's contribution or giving back to what he know about our legacy is to put a melanated woman in that position so she could be seen for who and what she is. And I'm sure that this gentleman is a, a descendant of a woman who was also amalgamated. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. he, he's still bringing that narrative and that story back to where it needs to be. So we got to give people their acknowledgement and their credit where credit is due for telling these stories and making sure that they get through the way that they have and acknowledge the sister that also did it for Lovecraft Country. That was a sister that did that. And she was a showrunner. She went against the grain and she stood on her square and made sure that that story was told in a particular way. And let's give kudos to the showrunner that also did it for the Watchmen who put Regina Hall in that particular position because that's not how the movie played out. So all of these things are being done, again, by people who are putting their necks on the lines to push this agenda forward. We're attributing it, saying that the days did it. No, the days had to acquiesce and acknowledge to the forceful push that the people who were passionate enough about it to put their necks on the line to say, no, this is how I want to see creation done. And, And the timing was right and it got through. And we challenged the rest of you to do the same, to tell our story. Right. Yeah, I just, I was just, I'm just continually blown away by the high level of intelligence that it's like so many levels of teaching here that are between the lines that can, uh, and I said, who, who put this together? And I was like, wow, these are advanced beings. And that this, uh, the people who they chose to uh, send that message were just perfect. And I'm just kind of blown away by the fact that I was even watching it on TV. So thanks for that clarification. Yes, thank you so much, Brother Blue. It has been such, I mean, <laughs> you came in blazing. You wasn't taking no no prisoners, you know what I'm saying? You came in hot. <laughs> you came in hot. 
Right? I ain't even I get to pull out the silk or blue. I ain't get to pull out the silk or blue. You know, and it, it really came full circle. I couldn't have even imagined, you know what I'm saying, like a better um, scenario than this. So um, I just wanted to say that, guys, we are winding down. Um, before we go, though, guys, quickly, uh, make sure you um, tap in with Brother Blue. Um, I think Brother Akabala, yeah, he's still on the stage. Um, and all the amazing people, you know, that um, actually spoke today. This room was absolutely fire. I just want to take a brief moment to make an, an announcement. Guys, you see I've pinned a link um, at the top of the room. I have an event coming up at the end of the month with um, Brother Wayne Chandler um, on Zoom. So, guys, you can click there to sign up. We're going to be doing the metaphysics of money. I'll speak more about it as the month goes on. But for those of you who already know, <clears throat> you know, the kind of work that I do, the kind of stuff that I put together, um, that's what it is. You know, it's about, you know, currency, you know, um, how to tap into that particular frequency, how to sort of like rid yourself of the limitations of lack and all of that. And there's going to be some magical shit attached to that as well. So that's the link at the top. Uh, click the link, sign up, you know, for the event. If you guys want to be there, it's going to be amazing. So I just wanted to put that out there. But um, Brother Blue, I want to just, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Aka Balan, um, you know, the the um, the Black Airbender, um, and the other, oh, God, I don't see, a Biku, Brother Biku. Biku. Yes. Biku. Yes, so much. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you, um, Brother Blue, to go ahead and close us out. Um, I'm gonna, I'm Any gonna, yeah, comments? I'm gonna say thank you for the invite. Thank you for the opportunity, you know, for me to bring some of my, my mutant friends, some of these men who fell to earth, you know, on, on the episode tonight, but I'm also going to hand the, the honors of closing it back to you because that's the order and the nature of, you know what I'm saying? How the show even plays out, you know what I mean? So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, family, I, I hope we internalize this show as more than just entertainment. You know, let it speak to you, let it speak through you. But you got you got something to say back to it as well. And that is that you accept the assignment to stand up in your God self. Peace. Absolutely. And I just want to say this. Thank you, Brother Blue. Um, you know, as... <laughs> You know, as a woman of the divine feminine energy, you know what I'm saying? Um, I honestly really, really, really appreciate the way that you always show up, you know what I'm saying, with that balance, you know, um, given the just do, right? That is what to me masculinity looks like, right? Um, being able to it's a it's a um a very delicate balance back and forth. It's not one needing to dominate the other. And I always really appreciate that so much about your energy. And I think that everybody in the room um, that be under the sound of your voice, they could feel that too. And that does create a shift because when you show up one way, it gives other people that permission. And in this world that we live in, where it seems like, you know, especially, especially, you know, melanated beings, like, um, those sexes are at each other's throats, you know, being able to show that oneness, you know, and being able to always stand in that example, um, is this is the way we don't lead by telling, we lead by just doing, and you always show up that way. Um, and like I said, we're always, for some reason, even though we don't talk to each other, you know what I mean? I just observe you, you know, on the internet, things like that. We're always on the same frequency. I, I would talk about something and I go like, and I'm like, damn, Blue's talking about this. You know what I'm saying? Or you'll talk about something and I'll take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, from my perspective. And so I appreciate that. You know, I, I knew that this 
particular show was not just a show. You know, a lot of us always decode and watch, and we don't just watch movies and shows for entertainment. You know, we yes, we enjoy the things that we're watching, but, you know, like Bobby Hammett said, the movies are our modern-day mythologies. These are the way that they're writing the stories. And they usually write those stories in a certain way that goes into your subconscious, right? And they put the symbolism and things that we don't really, the average person doesn't understand. And so you are now internalizing yourself as a pimp, a hoe, a hustler, you know what I'm saying, a stripper, you know, a degenerate, basically, when you're really a god and you're really a scientist, you really can change this world. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know who you are and, you know, you've got the whole situation flipped around. So I personally thought that, you know, um, this was enough of, of an impact to bring this, to have the discussion, you know, here on Clubhouse. And I am going to be putting this up into the podcast, but I thought that um, it was important enough to just remind us of who you are and to urge people that didn't see it, you know, maybe to, um, to go watch it. And also for those who did see it to not go back and watch it from a different lens. So that's what this was about. I definitely appreciate everyone for showing up and being here for everyone that supports the matrix unveiled. Um, I appreciate you guys, you know, make sure you guys, if you're not following the club, go ahead and tap in. Um, and yeah, that's it. We've come down to the end of the road it has been another great show. Um, I appreciate you guys and I hope you all have a great rest of the day. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled and tap into our link tree where you can join our Discord communities as well as our Clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.